PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespo Diso. What's up? Welcome to episode 349 of Cinema Crespo Diso. I'm your host, Chris Crespo. Doing my thing. In the studio. What's your cigar, Drew? Fuck your thing. What? what? And fuck your studio. Already? What? Already. Why? Why not? Why? If, why, you, if you can give me... Why so many negative energies going into the beginning of episode 349? If you can give me... A plausible reason why I shouldn't be. Uh, I won't. The, the, the set a better tone uh, example for the rest of the episode nope. to follow. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, 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 not good enough for nope. you. Mm-mm. No, that's a bullshit excuse. It's a bullshit excuse. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the, the right foot forward. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, one pants one leg at a time. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 cart before the horse. The the reinventing the wheel. Mm-hmm. The uh, best thing since sliced bread. Correct. The uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Do you know what you're talking about? No. You, you threw me off. You threw me off right away. Episode's gone. It's over. It's off the rails. It's amazing. It's... Well, Steve, thanks for being here. Apparently, we're done. Oh, hey, hey. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing pretty good. Good to see you, Mike. I had to fix that mic. I had a, all these uh, trivia players in here of various sizes, uh, height, and I uh, keep changing that mic around now. It's so <laughs> but the uh, trivia is a lot of fun. When was the last time you did the Simon Time trivia show? Oh God, uh, long time ago. You know what you should do, Chris? Oh, wow. You should just make you should make trivia boxes for the people to mold into themselves, so that way they conform to you as opposed to you conforming to them. Trivial boxes? Yeah, like just create like a little like a little fucking uh, toll booth right there, and mm. then whoever the person is, they have to squeeze their fat or skinny ass into that mm. box, and then raise or lower their head. Oh. To the microphone accordingly. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could just get more people to... Well, actually, no, it's all actually do you remember when you were... Uh, I think you were, like, out of town or something. Mm-hmm. And I was going to record uh, Simon Time instead. Ah, uh, yes. I remember, remember how that. long ago that was? That was a while ago. Yeah, that was the last time I was on the show. Was that when we went to uh, New York, Drew, for Bill's wedding? That may have been. That was a long time ago. Long yeah, time ago. I, I think that sounds familiar. That I think that might have been. a long time ago. Too. I think that marriage has almost fallen apart three times since then. That's not true. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's yeah. They're so, listeners. Hi. Uh, no, they don't listen. To I think Bill. I don't think Bill's listened for for years. As a matter of fact, maybe unless just a, uh, a sound check his own Billy Dee stuff at the movies. Can you still went to his wedding? Hell yeah, I do. It's like you don't even listen. I'm not going to your wedding. At this point, all my oldest friends. I can't expect all my oldest friends to listen to my show. Me? Only strangers listen. That's what yeah, seriously, no, nobody that I actually know listens to the supports show. Supports us. It's only no. uh, yeah, the weirdos. Who we the weirdos and the strangeos. Thank you very uh, much. Who Chris loves, apparently. I, bet, I guess so. I mean, that's the thing you're supposed to say. <laughs> and then behind the scenes, you hate your your fans. That's what I've seen. That's what I've seen. Yeah. For, you know, so for here and there, sometimes. It's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. With, Where uh, you love to hate them? I do love to hate them, but not just me. I'm talking about people in general, right? Mm-hmm. But we all just love to hate. Yeah, definitely. But does that mean we also hate to love? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, hate is a... It's been proven that hate is a stronger binder than love. Is it the stronger binder? Like, like when two people, if two people hate the same thing, 
they're more likely to be united united as opposed to it, it's to a str- who, it's a stronger bond than if they love the same the two thing. people who love the same thing interesting yeah. so we could hate is a stronger bond so we could bond more over our hate for a tv show than our love for a tv show yes that's interesting that is interesting i never thought of it that way mm-hmm. uh if if hate's the stronger bond then uh is that what they make trapper keepers out of it know. must know. yeah I mean, those, those <laughs> us forever you can't beat that binding now that's it bound forever it's a in death. hate in hate. Yeah, but since it's hate, the 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 ring binders are broken. You know, where they like Aww. fold over each other Aww. instead of clamp together. Man, oh yeah, that is the worst. And then you try to pass the pages together, and they get caught. Caught. Yeah. Ripping. You're like, Come <laughs> you, on. you gotta sit there and try to realign the fucking hooks every time. They never fucking. Yeah, they never so stay. They, and they never stay because as soon as you move the binder, you get, oh god. That's why you don't like those big ones because they're more likely to. Uh, to bend and break, you gotta get the small tight ones, but then he can't have his yeah. many papers in there. I always think about that every time I see like where they're like, and here's all the paperwork from like you know I don't know like a famous like murder trial or something. Yeah, and it's like one of those ones that's like it looks like four Bibles stacked on top of yeah, each other. Like, how like, how are those rings not broken? Oh my god! So, <laughs> so welcome to office supply talk. With uh, <laughs> it's actually more like school supply talk. You guys remember the, the last time I really used binders was in school in my schoolings. Yeah, and even then the I used most of my binders for putting together. Uh, we talked about this on a Fight Club Patreon bonus episode. My uh, printed out anarchist cookbook. Yeah, uh huh. Was in a big old binder. Jolly Roger cookbook. By the Jolly stuff. Roger cookbook. You ever, you ever get your hands on one of those, Steve? The Jolly Roger. The uh, the anarchist cookbook. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never like you know. Yeah, it's basically the, it. It's basically the IED handbook. Yeah, for all intents and purposes. Yeah, back, uh, but I mean, it's outdated now. Before they were called IEDs. There's a whole huge section there on how to uh, like. Get scams through pay phones and touchstone yes. phones and uh-huh. stuff. And what, that, yeah, that, none really of that. Know. Nope, that no. doesn't hold up now. I mean, when's the last time you actually saw a pay phone? An operating one? Yes, that works. Uh, and not fake. I was going to say, I've seen what? a booth, but I <laughs> doubt it worked. Maybe when we went no, to. An actual working pay phone. I think they have them in theme parks uh, over at. Uh, when we went to New York again for Billy's wedding. Uh, yeah, I think that was the last time I saw one. That was the last time. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere, phone booths. Yeah. Still in New York. Because what are you going to do? Like, get, take them down? To get the, rid of them? Then they're just going to have to replace them with a more trash bag. There's really no reason to. I mean, who cares, you know? Yeah, so leave them out there and use them. And then that's um, a good place for a shelter uh, when it rains. I was just about to say that, yeah. And well, and not only that, but I mean, it's a good way of being like, you know, if some, you know, a little kid's like, what are these? And you're like, I'm going to educate you. Well, back he, in the day. Yeah. Well, ba- back in the day, Superman was real. and He needed somewhere to, somewhere to change his outfits. Yeah. It, so it was a conversation we, So we, we put these phone booths all around the world. There's already a, a joke in... The first Superman movie, Superman the movie, where yeah. Christopher Reeve runs up to, uh, I think it's in that one, where he runs up to a phone booth to change, but it's a half booth. And he's like, I can't I can't use this. There's clearly no. So then he, he does a thing where he goes to a building at the spinning door, yeah. and then he runs to the spinning door really fast, and he changes it in the, nice. in the door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that means if you freeze one of those frames, Christopher Reeve is butt naked, changing into an outfit. Theoretically, yes. That is true. That's weird. Yeah, who knows what he's doing there during that frame? <laughs> Touching himself. He could have turned back time. Also, I mean, turn he's back time. I mean, he's Superman. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Do whatever fuck he wants. <laughs> and he touching, touching the super penis right now. Uh, All right, Chris went there. Yeah. So we saw uh, full on, like no innuendo. Just say it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, every time I think about you, I touch myself. What I mean, when when has poetry ever been a thing in pop music? Yeah. <laughs> you can't constrict it. <laughs> I mean, <it's> as... 
whole lot of love, Drew. It's as, as in your face as it gets. Every inch of my love, Chris. <laughs> Every you. inch. What, what was the what's, you, the, what's you, the kiss song? You, love Gun? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, only, I only know about that from, uh, what was that movie with Sean William Scott and uh, oh, Paul uh, Rudd? Uh, Role Models. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, Because yes. he was obsessed with Kiss. Like, look at those mountains. Mountains. Love Gun. <laughs> you ever see Role Models? No. It's actually quite, oh, wait, quite good. Role Models. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the LARPing at the end. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, quite funny. It's a David Wayne movie. So and the, they funny. had the Kiss pinball machine. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you That's what you remember. <laughs> pinball machine. And that little, that, that little black kid, I haven't seen him since, and he was hilarious. I know, right? I feel like he should be in more stuff. He, sh- he totally should. Have you seen him in anything else? No. Not that I can think of. But maybe he's just been in things that aren't in my, my no. purview, my wheelhouse. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's on a, a Disney Channel show right now. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe he's on Nickelodeon's reboot of all that. Maybe he'll pop up as a... Yeah, maybe he's on that. Maybe he'll pop up in uh, Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys 3, colon, Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> Him as an adult would totally work with Bad Boys. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that, there's a lot of assumptions there. <laughs> well... Reasonable assumptions. <laughs> uh, okay, we saw Hustlers this week. You know about this Hustlers I movie? Do not. They've been uh, marketed pretty well on on social medias, and Drew and I saw the trailer. What at least three times? I think in front of yeah. different movies. Mm-hmm. Hustlers is based on a true story, inspired by true events about um, the uh, ladies who work in the strip club scene in New York City. In the 2007 is when it started, right? Yeah. It starts right before the market crash, right? So there's a lot of money going around. And uh, when the market does crash, it's actually it's a market crash. Mm-hmm. They don't market as that. No, like, but it is. Like, did you, <laughs> did you like the big short? How about margin call? Well, then check out Tosslers. <laughs> and uh, and it's the, the strip clubs are now empty. And what are these women going to do for money? And uh, so, uh, led by Jennifer Lopez, what was her name? Ramona. She's like the yes. head of the head of the little group. They uh, get women. Get they get dudes like rich dudes. They uh-huh. fish them. They find them. They bring them back to the club. They get them all fucked up. They ring up their credit cards. They max them out. And then they're like, "What are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna report us uh, for having a good time at a strip club?" You know. So that's how they try to uh, maximize their profits during the the downturn of the economy. Okay. And then things get out of hand. <laughs> it's good stuff. What you described is already out of hand. <laughs> it is, right? yeah, yeah. It's too much. And then, for apparently reading, if you read the actual article, uh, they even softballed it a little bit in this movie. Uh, some of the things that the, the the women did to their marks. Oh yeah, I'm but, sure. But it's a I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it quite a bit. What'd you think? Uh, How'd you feel? I, I, I saw the movie, enjoyed it. Afterwards, saw your little quip. On, on on the internets about how to make a good double feature with pain, pain and, and gain, gain. pain and gain and, double feature. And a- after you said that, I was like, it's just pain and gain light for girls. Like, there's not as much violence or you know, grilling fingers. Uh, so, well, yeah, it's... Did it, did it, did it, <laughs> instead you got way more. Uh, you got stripping and titties and, oh. uh, and was there more drug use? Uh, Maybe if you take if you take out the rock. Maybe. I don't know. Interesting, fun drug use. Maybe. <laughs> Cocktails of, of different things. That whole scene was fucking weird. The cooking scene? Yeah. Like, Out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, oh, and we're manufacturing hardcore drugs. Like, we got to <laughs> manufacture. It's just we, we're, we're figuring out the, the potion that we want to use, and uh, they got to taste it at some point of that. I mean, they were crystallizing morphine, Chris. Oh, yeah, that was fun. So. That was a good time. <laughs> Damn. Good times. 
Uh, so it's Jennifer Lopez. Constance Wu is the lead. She's like the new girl mm. who gets taken under Jennifer Lopez's Ramona's wing, right? So mm. uh, Ramona's like the big dog on campus. Constance Wu is the new one. So those are our two main characters. Uh, very small roles played in the beginning by Cardi B and Lizzo, like during the, the heyday, the good days of the strip club stuff. And um, it's a, I mean, I, I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah, Pain and Game would make a, a weird double feature because it's, yeah. they're both movies about people who like use their bodies to sell. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Pain and Gain is the the Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Dwayne Johnson, who else was in that? Anthony Mackie. Yes. The Michael Bay movie. Do you remember this one? Did you ever see their, their workout dudes who... What was their scam? What were they doing? They just straight up kidnapped some people and like no, tried like, yeah, to... Yeah, because they were struggling. They, they were trying to open up a gym. Open and a for gym. some reason that wasn't working out for them. So their idea was to kidnap somebody, hold them for ransom, and then that would help fund their... Yeah. You know, they're failing gym business. Yeah. And, and instead, they're fucking stupid about it and do it. Because they're dumb meathead bodybuilders. In a fucking amateur fashion, and things get so out of hand so fast. I'm so yes. picturing Brad Pitt's character in Burn After Reading. Yes. 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 But, but, but imagine that's The Rock, and he's fucking grilling some dude's fingers to get rid of evidence. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was, what was that? Uh, pain, pain and gain. gain. It was what five years ago now Something that like movie. That, yeah. it's, a, it's a Michael Bay movie. It's his attempt at a Coen Brothers movie as well. Okay, it's <laughs> wacky. <laughs> yeah, because I was gonna say that doesn't sound like it's it's, his lack, type it's of movie. lacking in the explosions, but it's he still has that Michael Bay touch. Yeah, <laughs> it still does hundred percent. Um, this one though, it's more uh, the ladies much more competent than compared. So you watch these guys oh, fuck yeah. up, but they're still dudes who are using their bodies and they're trying to sell themselves and 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 scam their way into making money. Uh, when times are hard, the women same way they sell their bodies. Uh, and when times get tough, they they try to scam their way through it and they do a little better. <laughs> <laughs> for a little while, for a little while. A little <laughs> they didn't have to grill fingers. <laughs> they didn't. They, at least, not, not, at least they didn't show that part of the movie. <laughs> not if the they movie. did, <laughs> not in the movie. Uh, it does do this. Here's a funny thing. So it's a strip club movie, mm-hmm. right? Not too many strip club movies. Drew and I were trying no. to think of them afterwards. There's uh, strip oh, showgirls, dude. This, the Magic Mike's. That's five. The Full Monty makes six if you count that. The end of Hustlers was probably the part that made me laugh the most. When you're walking out of the theater? When we're walking out of the theater and you feel like you feel like you're walking out of a strip club because the credits roll and then like I don't know And there's if, music playing. And there's music playing and I don't know if like they're playing like you know outtake scenes on the screen or whatever. I don't think so. I think they're just showing credits. But the but the audio is just like music and then a strip club DJ being like, "Yo, you thanks for coming out. You know, make sure you tip your waitress blah 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 blah." So as you're yeah. walking out of the theater, it feels like you're walking out of a strip Club. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's really weird. It is cool. It's like that's a, awesome. It's, it's like a theme park effect. As yeah. I'm walking out and I hear the audio behind me because it's like echoing and fading away. Yeah. Guys, like took your hands out of your pockets as you were living. Wow, this is really effective. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Yeah, it was it was shockingly good. Please disembark. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's really funny. So there, I, we can only think of Doge strip club movies, and it's. Um, it's a funny thing where this happened not so much in showgirls, but definitely in striptease, where 
your principal, <coughs> your principal actors, uh, your principal strippers, they ain't stripping. Nope. You know, they're they they they're not getting naked anyway. They're, nope. What do you want to call it? Burlesque dancing, go go dancing. Whatever. They're they're erotic. They're doing and, a lot of and stuff. And if they are quote unquote naked, it is definitely out of frame. Yeah, yeah, they're never yeah. I <laughs> mess with it. Uh, but then your background characters, especially your silent ones, that have the your five and unders. They call them five yeah. rounds of dialogue and under, and especially the extras. Titty crazy. Titties ahoy, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> they did that a little bit in striptease of that more in this one and I feel like it was the same like three or four because you know I'm looking for them titties and like every see I'm like I saw those titties already. let me see the new ones man <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't do some kind of body double thing because you know if you if you see the principal players that are never that are never mm-hmm. naked mm-hmm. and everybody else is it can kind of take you out of it because you go oh you know what they're not getting naked the, cause they're, because they're and, then you're, and then you're out of it so why not have one where she's you know naked but like in such a way that they can put a body double in so then you don't get that feeling of oh they're not gonna get naked they're too famous I know you know I know it's a tr- it's a tricky thing maybe maybe if you watch it though and then it cuts to the body double yeah like, oh that's clear Jennifer Lopez. That's clearly not Constance Wu. And then it cuts back to the close-up. Now you're doing a thing where you cut to uh, you got a person surfing, right? A wide shot of someone yep. surfing, and then you cl- close up of Sean Connery's face, like yeah, sure, with somebody spraying yes. water. Yeah, in his face. Face. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts back to the wide shot of like a young ripped dude serving sh- with a gray wig on. Yeah, <laughs> because exactly. he's Sean Connery. He's supposed to be Sean Connery. So maybe then it takes you out of that way. I feel like yeah. no matter what, when you make a strip club, a stripper movie. With famous people, yeah, who don't normally get naked, then you're just like, it's harder. To, way, you're going to notice what's going to happen. It's harder to stay into it. I so, mean, yeah. I mean, stay stay into in, not, not into be, the story, not being bumped by it. Yes, because it for sure bumped me when you're right. Because it bumped yeah. me when the, she does her dance and they build it up. Like here comes yeah. Ramona. Uh, yeah, drop drop your linen, pick up your uh, time for some sinning, <laughs> and uh, and she comes out. She does her whole routine. Yeah, and everyone's like throwing money, and they're all super into it. But she doesn't actually do any stripping; she does a lot of dancing, mm-hmm. and it's very erotic, sexual dancing. And I know she can dance well. But she, she started obviously. as a dancer. Obviously. Yeah. yeah, she's been doing dancing, performing for years and years and years. But uh, but then at the end, when it's over, she has all this money, and he ain't see one nipple. No, nope. ain't not not, a not even a titty. piece of nipple. Uh, I you know it's times like that. I kind of wish she'd come out, and you hear like a patron be like. Oh, man, it's Jennifer Lopez. We ain't going to see any titties. <laughs> Pretty much. That's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. Throwing some ADR. Like, Pay oh, your bar tab. Up. We're getting out of here. Yeah, exactly. It's time. The, the, t- the titty section of the show is over. <laughs> or I'll just go to the bathroom and do some coke, come back, fire and say when the Russians come out. Yeah. Then we're back in business. Uh, it's just a weird, the same thing happened with the Me More in Striptease where uh, other people around her are nude, but then she does her whole routine. And then when she does, like, remove a piece of clothing, it's like, well, she still has clothes underneath it, you know? So it's not... It's just well, not in Striptease, you didn't see any of her in Striptease? No, no, she, no. she went topless for one scene. I don't think she did. Yeah, she did. did. She? Yeah. For like, one scene. real quick... Yeah, it was, like, basically, like, it was during, yeah. like, a walkout scene. Remember L- it. Like, they were... Like, it was part of a montage or something. Like, she just... Because she just walked out... She takes off her top, and literally, you see her tits for like two and a half seconds, and then they cut away. Ah. And so that even then is a strike. Like, oh, there we go. We got we got yeah. demi titties. It's just so it's tough making a. Do you think that helped as far as what we were talking about? Where you're like, oh well, she will. Maybe, maybe not. The thing is, that's a bad movie, though. Strip yeah, the movie, movie. the movie wasn't good. Strip I never saw it. I mean, Strip Tease is terrible. This, I, I, I rewatched it fairly recently. The, the 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 club in Strip Tease was. Uh, was the same name as the car wash I worked at as a kid. What was it? The Eager Beaver. That's awesome. Yeah. The other, the rival strip club, I think, was called the 
Flesh Farm. No. Where I think they all had animal gimmicks. Yeah, I, I worked at the Eager Beaver Car There's Wash. Like snakes and stuff in this and, movie. And I laughed every time I went to work. The Eager, well, the Eager Beaver is just a ridiculous thing for, yeah. for any business. Strip no. club, car wash, uh, hair salon. What about uh, a lumber yard? Lumber yard. I mean, they, I think wor- that would work. That's the worst place to name your... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're trying to keep the lumber safe. <laughs> Beaver's like... Num, num, num. <laughs> or a bridge company. A company that build, builds bridges. Yeah. Eager yeah. Beaver Bridges. You know what? I'll take a bridge company called the Eager Beaver. <laughs> How about a damn company? No. Two on the nose. <laughs> um, I I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think it's getting really good reviews, too. It's, yeah. It, or at it, least... It's, it's over 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. At least generally well-reviewed. I don't know how well-reviewed it is, but people seem to like it more than, more than not. I would. I think it's easy to say that it is Jennifer Lopez's best performance. Hustlers, Hustlers, eighty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's good. It's what, certified what, fresh. What's its average rating though? Like a seven point five. Uh, exactly. Right on the nose, Chris. <laughs> Look right at them on guns. the nose. Look, it, did, Look at them critic guns. Geez, did you see the romantic comedy she did? Um, Made in Manhattan. Yeah. No. Oh, it was good. Did you enjoy that one? Yeah, I liked her role. That's the thing. I haven't seen... That's not like I've job. seen all of her movies. I haven't yeah. I, I haven't specifically not seen Made in Manhattan or what's the other one? Monster-in-Law she did right around the same time. Which is really funny because um, anybody that works with her or is around her always calls her a monster. No shit, yeah. I would especially imagine at that time, too. She was, yeah, one of the biggest... Uh, I wonder if she's mellowed out now. She's, she's no. 50, 51? No? No. <laughs> well, she earned it. She earned the right to be... You know, I saw this stat. Uh, between... Something like 2008 mm. and 2000, or I guess now, mm. of the top 12,000, not 1,200, yeah, of the top 12,000 grossing films of the last uh, pretty much 10 years, only two of those movies had a leading actress, a role with a leading, like a leading role, mm-hmm. went to a Latina over the age of 45. Hmm. Both of those were Jennifer Lopez. Wow. So it's a complete lack of roles out there, or opportunity for 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 Spanish women of a certain age, mm. and then when those roles do come up, I just, we'll just give it. I'm just go get the jail. <laughs> go, <laughs> go over there and give it that the Latin who's been around the Latin lady. Uh, but this, I think, it's her probably her best performance. I mean, it's a really big, really good performance. But she's believable the whole time. But it's also not that stereotypical, Drew. What did you think? Because she's very motherly and friendly, but then manipulative. You know. I mean, yeah, the best in. She ran the full spectrum. I felt like it was believable. Like I, I believed her the whole time, um, except for when she was like, uh, "I'm struggling, I'm struggling." Like, lady, you haven't struggled in thirty years. But she's, but don't be fooled by those rocks that she got, Chris. She's still, she's still Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. Don't, don't you forget that from G, <clears throat> she's the J Lo from the Bizonks. Both her parents born in uh, Puerto Rico. <laughs> uh, my mom hates her because. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> <laughs> my mom that's awesome my mom does not like her at all because um uh she is quote credited for breaking up mark anthony's marriage with uh when she got with mark anthony he was married to like fucking miss puerto rico like uh like a, a, a miss like some beauty pageant winner yeah uh who was representing the island and all this shit they were married. J-Lo showed up, broke that shit up. They got together. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of people are like, fuck J-Lo. She broke up the uh, like the king and queen of of uh, Puerto Rican pop culture over there. Since then, they've now broken from up. From early 2000s. They have since broken <laughs> up. Yeah. Uh, Anthony and J-Lo is with uh, a guy who no one likes. Yeah. <laughs> no one likes A-Rod. It's very funny. 
A Rod and J Lo both have do, similar. Do you remember when she uh, almost went to jail for dating Puff Daddy? No. Yeah. Why did she I, almost go to jail? I remember that. Remember the, with the, fuck, the the club shooting that Shine went to jail for ten years for instead of Puff Daddy and J Lo. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a club shooting. Puff Daddy and J Lo were there together. It, it was cute. This was before, like right before MTV took a huge nosedive. Yeah. Uh, and it was so what two thousand. Something like yeah, that. just before that, because it was all over MTV News, because she was super popular at the Kurt time. Kurt Loder was, yeah, uh... Kurt Loder was like blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing Kurt Loder. Dude, Kurt Loder was amazing. <laughs> I love Kurt Loder. He was, isn't he dead? Uh, no, no, he's on Twitter. Oh man, my bad, Kurt. My, my bad, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I mean to bury him early. That, that also good for you, dude. Uh, reporting live from Twitter. Uh, no, I don't remember that. Yeah. Maybe she should have gone to prison. She could come out with some cred. Yeah. Then been a bigger Did she really would have been ever. Jenny from the block? Really, Jenny from the block. Uh, I think this is her best performance, her second best movie behind Out of Sight, maybe. Oh, what about Selena? That was really good. Selena's good, but it's good because of her. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but what I'm saying is Out of Sight is a better movie. Oh, okay. Uh, because that movie is great, almost in spite of her. What, what about yeah. the cell, Chris? The Cell, man. I, <laughs> that movie, I fucking love the hell out of that movie, I, Chris. I, I enjoy that movie, but, <laughs> but some people hated it. I know they do. It got the it's very divisive. It got the director put in uh, director jail for like six years, Tarzan Singh, yeah. who when he made that movie, he just called himself Tarzan, which is always bad. Always <laughs> bad when you see a movie come up and it's directed by a person with one name. Yeah, like, fuck. It's like, great, so what? Is this guy Prince? Does he think he's Prince? Does he think he's Bono? He what the fuck the is going on? The movie world? <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. He thinks he's Prince. He's really a Bono. You got uh, he's fucking McGee. No. Okay. His best movie is probably Charlie's Angels. Uh, maybe Full Throttle. Full Throttle's wacky. You ever see those, the Charlie's Angels movies? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. The, the I think throttle. I might have seen the first one. first one has Crispin Glover. Yes. And doesn't say a word. As the silent guy who sniffs people's hair and kills them. Yeah. And I think he had dialogue in the movie, and he showed up. He was like... Mm. <laughs> 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 All right. I guess, I guess we're paying him not to speak in this movie. Um, we got McG. You got Chaos. That's a guy. What? Chaos. He directed... Um, Ballistic colon X vs. Seven. Oh, yeah. Only, <laughs> only one of the worst movies ever. Oh. Right? Right? You ever see that one? Mm. Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu. Yes. What was it? It's called Ballistic Colon X, X versus, versus Sever. Sever. Okay. Right, that, as in, like, one guy's name is X, and I think her name is Sever. Or maybe yeah, see, that, that, they're, they're like dueling assassins. It's, it's awful. Just based on the, the title, on the title yeah, I'd that, have been like, nope. Isn't that a crazy bad title? <laughs> so mm. bad. Uh, I need another. I, I went, to round it out, we got McG, Chaos. To round that out, of course, you have the one and only. <laughs> Come on, you can think of another guy with only one name. Some jerk off who's like, I'm too cool for two names. I can't do it. McGee says it's because that was his like family nickname growing up. And maybe he does have a very generic name that was already taken by the DGA. You know that happened. It does. Yeah. yeah, so and he's like, fuck, I'll just go by McGee. Yeah. But you can't take a guy seriously whose name is McGee. I'm only only one only one John Smith can be John Smith. Exactly. <laughs> so now, now you're Johnny Smith, Jonathan Smith, John E. Smith, John Smith with an E at the end. <laughs> Better figure something out. Because yep. John Smith took that shit a long time ago. John Smythe. John, John Smythe. Yeah. John Sinjin Smythe. S M Y T H E. Well, there you go. John Smythe. It, if, for some reason, Saint Smith in England is pronounced Sinjin Smythe. Really? Yes. That's weird. It is weird. So you can just add a Saint to your name and call yourself Sinjin Smythe. 
And then people are like, what? Who the fuck are what? what is, great, this guy thinks he's Bono over here. No, guy thinks he's uh, <laughs> James Bond over here. That's a, a, an undercover name he used in A View to a Kill. And it's weird. He calls, he, it's Roger Moore, and he keeps calling himself Sinjin Smythe. I'm like, what is this fucking guy saying? <laughs> and then he put on the, the subtitles and just says St. John Smith. I'm like, what the fuck? I got nothing, bro. So, um, Hustlers. Hustlers, yes. Is a fun. Well, how much did it make? Uh, 40 million, I think. Wow. No, 30, 40, 30, 40 million. Something like that. What was the budget for it? it can't 20? Be that much. No, that's what I'm yeah, thinking. 20? 20. Okay. That makes sense because, yeah, they're just not. The most expensive thing about it is that they uh, shot a good chunk of it. Yeah, in 33 New York City. million. Just, yeah. Just getting permits to shoot in New York City is yep. what, what? 30, 33 million. Not yeah. bad at all. No, no, not at all. I mean, you've already recouped. I mean, and then uh, you can't say that for a lot of movies. By, by next week, they'll make back their marketing budget. They should be, yeah, they, yeah. Should, they should be breaking even on this very easily. It's a fun, cool Definitely. movie. Uh, I mean, the only stunts you would need is like, I suppose, like, I mean, if there was a scene maybe where somebody stood on the bar and then fell off or something, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that would be really the only kinds of stunts that you would need for a movie like that. A guy falls through a glass table, yeah, yeah or, or something. You see the trailer, exactly, yeah. something like that. Where that's not really that big a deal. Yeah, there really isn't that much uh, physical stuff to the movie. I mean, nope. Seriously, the most dangerous thing is when they're like hanging upside down on the Triples, on the pole doing yeah. the different moves and stuff. Yeah, um, fun, enjoyable. Also, it was it's cool how it's um so it's, it is a strip club movie with strippers and whatnot, but it's made by a lady, uh, so it's not like all creepy male gaze and shit. It's not like Showgirls, you know, and right, uh, yeah, where it's like when you enter the strip club, there's nothing but slow pans of women gyrating. No, actually, actually, for some reason, actually. Actually, Actually, let me tell you, what you really did in this movie was they had had slow shots of people walking through clubs with dramatic bass music. They did have a lot of cool shots of, like, them casing the club, walking around, like, looking for their their kills, you know, who they're going to pick up. And and there's, like, the music is playing, and since the strip club, lights are everywhere. It's a very stylish movie. The camera's always moving, uh, but it feels like in a motivated way. Yeah. So it's not like... Like, when you watch... To bring it up since it's on tip of mind, Ballistic X for Sever type movie where the camera's moving in such a way. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, I think the director of Catwoman has one name. Can you oh. call the director of Catwoman, Halle Berry's Catwoman? That's a movie where the camera's making it like, what is the camera doing? Why is this Why is this movie happening this way? Uh, this movie, the camera's constantly like moving around, pushing in on people and on actions and things, but it's done in a way that's like, it's just very cool and slick and, and it never feels uh, out of place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really super well made. Um, so I, it's for sure the type of movie where I think it's worth seeing in a theater. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you're not going to lose anything if you just see it at home, catch it when it's on yeah. HBO. Yeah, off. It's not like a, you have to see this on IMAX. P-I-T-O-F. I found That's another one. McG Chaos Pitoff. Fuck these people. Pit-off. You cannot trust Pit-off. a director with only one movie. Pitoff. P-I-T-O-F. Oh God. These people, they're, they're typically, you know what they are? Usually McG, it's a family nickname. The rest of these guys are all um, artists. Yeah. They're all like visual installation artists who mm. they've already built careers for themselves in the art world and now here I am making a movie and I, I am Pitoff and this is my movie. <laughs> Catwoman. <laughs> Catwoman. Wow. Oh my God. That, actually, Catwoman. Fucking dumpster fire. It's so, it's so bad. It's fun. I find it fun to watch. Like I could actually watch it. Yeah. Because it's, it's so, it's like the room. It's like, wow, this is bad. They thought, <laughs> they thought these were good ideas. Yeah. Incredibly. Uh, so what do you, 
what do you think, Drew Hussers? Would you recommend people even bother seeing it uh, from your perspective? I, do you feel like Chris, it's, it's uh, worthy I, of? I walked into this movie thinking it was going to be a hilarious dumpster fire that I got to shit on for you know twenty yeah. minutes, yeah, uh, and instead it was a halfway decent movie. Damn. So oh, I mean, okay. it, so you went in with super low expectations and it, and what, and it, it leapt over that low, yeah. low, low bar yeah. that you just no, laid on the it's, floor. It's, it's actually probably worth your time. It's watchable. It's easily watchable. I, I'm not sure if it's worth your money. It's kind of like kind of like an actual strip club. I'm not sure if it's worth your money, but it's probably worth your time. It's worth your time. <laughs> the uh, we are now watching movies with our Regal Unlimited Pass. Yes. So these things cost us pretty much nothing. Fifty cents. Just like fifty cents for the right to pick my <laughs> seat days in advance from comfort of my own home. I'm so kidding. that's good. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, 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 I, so. I mean, obviously, I know fifty cents is good, but I'm just saying, like in general, that's good. Well, the pass is twenty two bucks. Okay. But we're already seeing a movie a week, if not more. Guaranteed. Yeah, I would have gone and seen. Uh, the Goldfinch yesterday, but the uh, Rotten Tomatoes oh, were so it, low. It's in like the 20%. Like, no one likes it. Which, which is a shame, too, because Roger Deakins was a cinematographer. It looks, the trailer looks amazing. Ah. Oh my god, we're dying? 25% to death. We're 25% <laughs> of our way to death. Um, yeah, because the director is this guy who did the movie Brooklyn, that Cersei Ronan movie mm-hmm. from a few years ago, where uh, it's a really, actually, it's also an adaptation of a novel. Mm. A really good movie about this girl who moves from shit. Goes bad in Ireland. It's like the fifties. She goes bad in Ireland. Probably the potato famine. <laughs> we, ran, we ran out of potatoes, uh, so she goes to New York, uh, where there are people there to help her. You know, get on her feet, and uh, so she leaves her family, goes to New York, meets a guy. Finally, meets a guy there. He's a, he's a great dude, a nice Italian fella, and uh, but then she has to go back to Ireland for a death in the family where. Damn it, she meets a guy. Dun, dun, dun. And, and, and he's such a nice oh, dude. No. And now she's like, what the fuck do I do? And it's a really good uh, like, good movie. And it's also gorgeous. Mm. And then seeing the Goldfinch trailer, it's like, damn, this movie looks even better. I did not know it was Deacons. Mm. Now it all makes sense. The reviews, though, are so bad. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> it's so awful. It's like, damn it. Is it even worth my 50 cents and my time? I, I don't think so. I don't think it's worth your time I think, at all. I think it's worth maybe maybe when it streams. I'm going to read the Wikipedia page to see what the, twi- <laughs> what the twist is all about. There's some sort of twist. So. Maybe I'll just read the book. The book's supposed to be great. That's how these movies even get made. The yeah. books are good to begin with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Read. People need to read more. And when I say read, I don't mean get the audible version. I mean read it with your eyeballs to yourself. <laughs> right? Do you I disagree. That, do you find that... um? Well, I mean, if you're, okay, here's the thing. So for certain people, hearing information, they retain it better than the yeah. People have different learning styles. Yeah, I can't so remember I'll, shit I read. I'll, con- I'll concede to that. You know, that's, that's Story-wise. That's absolutely uh, a thing. For me, it's the opposite. To, yeah. have to do an audible version of a story, to hear it, but in one ear, out the other. Mm-hmm. But if I'm reading it, then I'm, uh, I'm good to go. Not, not me. No, I'm saying, how about you, Drew? Any difference you your eyes at all? Or do you just not, uh, you just shut your eyes and ears to the world and... Go about your day. No. <laughs> <coughs> it was nice. Actually, no. Re- uh, re- I usually retain things better through reading mm. as opposed to hearing. You okay. There you go. No. Yeah. See, so yeah, I, I'm, I hear, I hear better. There you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now we, now we know. Well, we'll get you the transcript of. Uh, no, I'll get you the audible version of Hustlers. All right. You check that out, and then I'll get you the transcript for Christmas. I can hear the titties. You could, you could get. Uh, titties. <laughs> Don't describe the titties. You could get the novelization. Read an audiobook form for him because I know you're. Yeah, you're movie novelization. Novelizations. Movie novelizations are great because they just go off the screenplay. Like, oh, <laughs> that's why this thing happened in the movie. They cut it out of the movie. Um, like the novelization of uh, a Force Awakens, I think has that that one character that was completely cut out. The Vesuvio. He's yeah. in. Um, he's in all the trailers. He's got like a crazy purple like cone head mm-hmm. thing. 
He's in all the trailers. No, not in the movie. My God, why? Why do you do this to us, uh, marketing geniuses? Um, Jersey Conrad, you watching anything this week? Uh, I saw the uh, the Bill Burr special. Oh, and what you think of it? Yeah, it was all right. That's the one when he's in England, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was he just in the shit on America all the whole time? I mean, now he's. It, He's doing the same thing that all of the comics are doing now, where they're commenting, commenting on you know, on comedy, the, the Me Too movement, yeah. and the pendulum swinging, and yeah. it's hard to be a fucking straight white male these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, which is getting really redundant and stupid. It's getting really redundant. Um, and it's kind of starting to annoy the shit out of me. I'm surprised uh, he would go that route though, because Bill Burr is a super smart guy. He always seems to have like a really good, uh, interesting perspective on things. No. no matter what his perspective is, it always seems to come from a very interesting yeah. place, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, I, I mean, agree. it's definitely he definitely has an interesting. I mean, I laughed out loud more than I had in quite a while. Interesting. So, All right. But he's still... I mean, everybody touches on it these days because it's it's the thing to talk about. It is the thing to talk about. It's pretty annoying. You know, it, it, it's like in the 90s where everything was black guys do this <laughs> and white guys, guys do that. White guys do that. So, I mean... Black guys do <laughs> this. Exactly. So white it, guys. White guys do that. So it's the same thing. So, uh, except... Interesting. It's but it's before me too. We used to do this, yeah. and now, now I'm afraid to do that. Now I'm afraid to do that. Now so like, you know, you know, Mike Pence won't have dinner uh, with a woman that's not his wife. Well, that's just because he's a scared little boy. Because he's scared. He's like, I don't want to move my hands. I don't want anyone to be accusing me of like. Just purport yourself in a decent manner around people, and you'll be fine. Yeah, you you know he's got them grabby hands. He must. Well, he has no eyes, so he must. <laughs> he to his head, so his hands are out there looking around, grasping for for visual confirmation of who he's having dinner with. Like, are those tits? <laughs> I said no women. Um, it's all right. So, Bill Burr special. Okay, let me write that down. Yeah, it's all right. Special. All right. Anything else? I think that 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 There was that. Uh, I, w- I haven't started, but I want to watch that uh, that thing came out on Amazon Prime. I think it's called Undone. Have you seen Mm-mm. the trailers for this? Mm-mm. It's I don't know this. It's uh, from the the BoJack Horseman people. Ooh, fun! So, but it, it it's like that Raphael Bob Walsberg guy. But it's uh, it's it's animated, but it's like the. Uh, <laughs> Is that really his name? That's a, look it up. He's got a crazy name. Look up the name of the guy who invented BoJack Horseman. It's like, uh, what was that movie with Keanu Reeves with the, anim- with the weird live Scanner Darkly. Scanner Darkly. Uh, so it's animation like that. So it's a rotoscope. Yes. Cool. Uh, it's got some chick that you've probably seen in other stuff and Bob Odenkirk oh. plays the father. Fun. But it's it, it's basically this girl, uh, like her, fa- her father dies and then she gets in a car crash and like some strange like veil is like lifted after the car crash and now she can talk to her dad and all sorts of strange oh. metaphysical things start happening oh, wow, so fun. but it looks looks really cool and interesting undone so I, wa- I want to start watching that keep an eye on that what's the guy's oh. name I forgot what I was looking up Bojack Horseman Raphael Bob Walsberg he's the creator he's the creator of Bojack Horseman yeah he's he's the main dude I'll look I'll, I'll keep an eye for this undone thing looks yeah. pretty good um well, I, I already watched some Schwarzenegger stuff this week because I'm just in that mood lately. Mm-hmm. Total Recall and Running Man are both available on uh, various streaming services, so I watched those. Uh, Trying to work on my... It's amazing to be here with all these people and see you here. Thank you for my fundraiser. If you vote for me, if you want to live. And he's got a lot of you know, different intonations, different Schwarzeneggers throughout the years. And Running Man is a good chunk in the beginning. He has a beard. Looks really fucking good with a beard, mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger. He should have he been a bearded man more, I think, in his life. He did a lot of the... 
the clean shaven mm-hmm. thing. You know, I'm, maybe I'm just coming from a beard bias. Obviously, you, I mean, you are definitely pro beard. I'm pro beard. I'm for sure pro beard. I'm, I got a beard bias. I'm oh. pro. I'm pro beards when it comes to facial hair, but not necessarily when it comes to um, hiding your homosexuality from uh, from people at large. You know what I mean? That happens. Yeah, the, when you when a gay man what when a gay man marries a wife. Uh-huh. When a gay man gets married and has a wife, uh-huh. that's called that. Uh, she she is his quote beard. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you say so. I do say so. As a matter of fact, yeah. Look it up in the Urban Dictionary. All right. Yeah, because that's Raphael. Because that's a hundred percent truthful. <laughs> yeah, that's Raphael Bob Waxberg. Waxberg. Okay, that's yes. hilarious. That's a crazy name, right? I love that name, Bob Waxberg. That's a that's a good name. Raphael. No one's Bob named Raphael Waxberg. anymore, man. I'm so pretty weird. sure his name was just Bob Robert Waxberg, and he was like, no, 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 I'm changing my name to Raphael. He's like, yeah. <laughs> when he moved to a new city. It's like, no, 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 call me Isaac. Yes, exactly. I'm a fan of the Ninja Turtles. My favorite color is red. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a funny name. A funny reason to change your name. Yeah, that would be. Um, like pizza. So I'm watching some Schwarzenegger stuff. It really, it really, I guess that's it. Uh, what you watching lately, Steve? Um, I started watching The Good Place again. Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was um, your fourth go around? And I saw, yeah. And I saw the... Um, uh, the uh, what, the special not Bill Burr um, Chappelle yeah the, the Chappelle special sticks and stones yeah and it's one of those things I really hate online I keep saying you know like um, that like uh, uh, all the social justice warriors are going nuts over it and like I haven't I, I've only seen people complaining about that yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen anyone complain about the special there's one article it's not very it's not very good. It's not that it's good. Not, it's not a good special? For the same reason that I think I'm going to be sad watching the Bill Burr special because I'm very excited about it. Very because good. it's one of those things where you hear about it, uh, like, you know, those those subjects on the internet, on the news, like... Like, like he's saying, like Drew's saying, yeah. it's the same topics. Yeah, and, and to the point where you're like, wow, I want to go into this movie or into this comedy club or wherever to not hear this bullshit. Sure. Um, I but, don't... But it's all that the comedians are talking about now. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care at all. It's funny. Uh, comedians do feel so under fire. Uh, yeah, but uh, but when you have a bad opinion of it, though, they're like, oh, you're just offended. No, it was not good. That's the thing. So now you can't, like, say something's bad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> like, the jokes just aren't good. Yeah, comedy is no longer subjective. Yeah, no. N- n- now if you don't like my comedy, that means you're some sort of uh, political correctness Nazi who wants to police my thoughts and my words. Like, no, you just didn't make me laugh, man. Yeah. Uh, what are you against troops? Are you against troops? You know what? I'm I'm for the war, but against the troops. It's a super <laughs> hard position to have, but I'm really trying to defend it these days. Pro war, anti troop. Yeah, it's okay. hard. It's hard. That's, <laughs> a, that's a Bill Burr joke. What? Bill Burr, man, I would love to get his perspective on, but he'd probably just be the same as everyone else. Like you can't say anything. He was saying the crazy shit back then. Like I said, just yeah. watch his new special. He talks about it. Yeah, <laughs> he talks about it. Just watch his special. I'm still gonna watch it because I've seen everything else by Bill Burr, and yeah. I have and to I'm say, and he's guys. still he's still fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's just. I'm, I, I'm sick of this talk. I yeah, mean, sure. I, You're looking is, forward to when we move <clears throat> past this conversation, we grow from it, and now we get back to yeah. back to business we, as normal. I, sort I, of. I, I, guys, I get it. The pendulum has swung. We get Fucking it. deal with deal, it. Deal with it. Uh, Doug Benson tweeted something like a month ago or so that I, I remember, and it was along the lines of like it was two tweets, and it was pretty much like, look, just don't. Treat people nice. Like, don't talk bad about marginalized groups of people, and you'll be fine. <laughs> just relax and just be funny. Be funny. 
and and don't insult marginalized groups and you will be fine. And that's why Doug Benson's like, he's ageless actually. He's like some 50-something-year-old mm-hmm. uh, straight white male comic just doing some basic-ass comedy out there, half it just weed-centric. And uh, not a peep about this guy. No. He, and he, he's out there all the time talking to people, doing doing his uh, his weed YouTube show with strippers and, and shit like that and porn stars. <clears throat> no one's saying nothing about him. He's yeah. fine. Right. Well, it, it, my favorite no protesting his shows. <laughs> my favorite thing about seeing stand-up comedians in their new specials and stuff like that is when they think of things, you know, like you know what I was thinking about the other day. Da, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's something you've never thought of before, but as soon as they say it, you're like, oh my god, that's so true. I, Whereas I, these specials yeah, yeah, are yeah. like, yeah, I think about it all the time, and I want to stop. Yeah, Can you, we? You people are just talking on the same arguments over and over and over. I mean, yeah. B- Bill yeah. Bird does a great job making fun of uh, what's his face, Stephen Hawking, in this special. Oh my god, now I really have to see it. Which, let me tell you, kind of came out of nowhere. And when I first heard it, I was like, are you really? No, shit, fuck that. It's just funny. (laughs) Hey, he's dead, so fuck Well, no, exactly. And and Bill Burr was in England, so he he, he had to do the knock. That's a double. That's a double. That's that's funny. It's good. Um... I mean, that just points to, anytime someone's going to be like, you can't be edgy or, or blah, blah, blah. I just point to uh, good old Anthony Jesenick out there doing his thing, being as edgy and, and, mm-hmm. and crazy Still talking as possible. about having sex with corpses <laughs> and dead babies <laughs> and all sorts of weird shit. He ended his like, Fire and Maternity Award, ended with a 15-minute bit set in an abortion clinic. Uh, yep. He had a 15-minute abortion bit. That's how he ended his set. Um he he's not he does it because he does make fun. He's, there's no trans jokes. Nope. He's not insulting gay people. Nope. The, the joke is always about how terrible of a person he is. Yes, and uh, and also because he's very smart about what what he does. Yeah. And, and his his comedy is real. Whenever good. he tries to address stuff, though, it's it's still bad. You, you remember he, thoughts he, and he, prayers? Yeah, and he and he had obviously. I mean, that's what the special was called. He had that whole bit with thoughts and pr- mm. none of it was funny. It was the dumbest shit ever. And it was like, dude... I, I can't recall any of it. Go back to your own material, because... That is a bit, Go back to his own material. That is well, his material. Well, no, but I mean, like, go back to your original punchlines where, you know, he, 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 he he's so good at, um, you know, when you think he's going to go one way, yeah, sure. he goes the other. Yeah, like, that's, that's, what, that's what he does. That's the type of yeah, setup yeah. he does, yeah. yeah. Um, there was none of that set up there. It was literally like he just wanted to complain about it. You know how you can tell when comics do that, where that's they fair, just true. want to complain about it? Which is what we're talking about. And yeah. that's exactly what he was doing. And like, it where was, are the jokes you guys just complaining about the... It about was so the, lame. Political correctness, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and when you're that as good of a comedian as him, mm-hmm. uh, when he starts doing that bit, you know what I mean? Like, and you're... You just go, what are you doing? Are you just upset because he's talking about pra- prayers and you're Christian? No, it's because... No, no. It's because... Now I'm doing anything to you or... Yeah. Or you're saying, like, oh, you, no, it's you just be- don't think it's funny because you're offended. It's because... <laughs> yeah. Well, it, that's exactly what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and I mean, like, it's everybody's hot take on the internet on thoughts and prayers is the same and it's yeah. just, shut the fuck up. Hey, like, if everyone has a hot take, then none of the takes are hot. Then they're all cold. Exactly. Right? That, that, that makes sense. <laughs> He's got a new talk show that I, I want to start watching. He's got a talk show? It just, it just started uh, airing on Comedy Central Fridays at 11, which is like the death slot. But he's got a show called Good Talk. He doesn't like the title. Uh, they picked it. But it's uh, an interview show. Huh. Yeah. So imagine uh, Justin like, getting to pick the questions and asking what what do you, do you do you think in, do you think in doing that? But it's his friends that are be- coming on the show for the most part. Though, so. Yeah. So they know what they're getting into. But I mean, do you think in knowing that, like, mm-hmm. um, in in doing that, like, it kind of could take away from who he is on stage? What do you mean? 
As, doing a talk show? Yeah, I, I don't know what he's like in real life. Like, I've never heard anyone say... Oh, he's got a podcast. I think somebody said he's really nice. He, I, he's got a podcast that uh, actually has a lot... It gives you a lot of insight. It started as a sports show, and now it's just a bullshit show that he does with his, like, friend... It's him and his friend from college. But his friend from college works for the NFL Network. Okay. So they did one season of a football show called the Rosenthal and Jeselnik Vanity Project. Mm. And they did talk about football, like, thoroughly. Uh, but it was Jeselnik, so it was very funny. I don't even, I don't like football. I listened to the entire show. I thought it was very oh, funny. Oh, wow. I thought it was very funny. Um, NFL Network obviously didn't think it was funny because they, they were like, what the hell do we sign up for? Yeah. So that show did not get renewed. Comedy Central picked it up. They just started the second season. And uh, so I've been listening to it this whole time. And yeah, you can get a sense that he is like a genuine, real dude and a nice person to the people that he likes and that are close to him. Mm -hmm. And that is a very small circle. Yeah. Otherwise, he just keeps it real. He'll tell everyone to go fuck himself. And he knows, for whatever reason, and for the longest time, before he was even popular, he has an ability to tell people to go fuck himself and get away with it. And get away with it. So he's exploited it. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, it's very funny. Mm -hmm. He also, I'll say this and then we're going to, and then we're going to stop and uh, we're going to take a break. But he. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just going to stop. We're going to stop. We're going to stop. We're going to stop. It's and over. Then and then we're all going to go. The end home. of Cinema Crispies, you are here for it. And Why are you job. getting matches out of the closet? <laughs> I'm burning down the studio, baby. Uh, as you can see, we're, we are all standing in a foot, in almost a foot of, of gasoline. gasoline. Yeah. Uh, I had to seal up the door. So, yeah, we're not leaving this room. <laughs> this is the end. Um, <laughs> so, it's his best friend from college, Rosenthal. And uh, so, he's got tons of stories about each other. They have stories about each other. And one of the things that Rosenthal kept bringing up is how Oh, how, you know how I know you were drunk? Because when we we're having dinner, you said the same story to us three times. <laughs> and apparently, that's just like saying, It's like, yes, yes, I do that. Yeah, absolutely. I repeat stories when I'm drunk. I can't remember that I say them. I just say them again. So then, uh, this show, this talk show, Good Talk, uh, during the first, the last season of the podcast, they were filming the show. They did the rap party, and then he went from the rap party to a podcast recording. They recorded at night. And he had a few, a bit of champagne at the rap party. He didn't and realize how drunk he got. Stories. He repeated at least one story, like within <laughs> five minutes of each other. And then when he was halfway through the story the second time, I was like, oh my God, he's doing it. <laughs> I was like, this is it. We get to hear it. We get to hear it. It's actually happening. He's, he's so drunk that he's repeating a story. Rosenthal wasn't making that shit up. This is hysterical. And, uh, and then the next week he came back on and he was like, okay, I got way too drunk last week. There's this epic thing about uh, horses or the soldiers of the animal world. Or something. <laughs> something like that. It was crazy. It's a really good podcast. But now the new one is called, the NFL Network one was called the Rosenthal and Jesselnick Vanity Project. They didn't renew it on Comedy Central. It's the Jesselnick and Rosenthal Vanity Project. Yeah. They, they flipped it around. So. Mm. I highly recommend it. It's really good. And then it gives you an insight into to who he is. And then they really, especially after last season, they dropped the sports talk. Yeah. So we, we, it's, it's timed out with the NFL season. <laughs> we, we don't care anymore. Like, we don't, outside of like Steelers news and Patriots news, like we don't give a shit about anything anymore. Uh, all right. So we're going to take a break here. All right. I need a, my, 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 my drink is empty. You refresh your beverage. Are you going to go smoke a cigarette? Of course. A cigarette. And then uh, we're going to be back. I got a handful of uh, movie news stories. All right. Mm -hmm. We got a couple emails to read. Yep. We got one one from Ron from last week that we can read, and then we got one from Gabe. And then Steve, yep. last week, we debuted a new game, Ooh. a listener-submitted game, Ooh. and we're going to need your help to play it. All right. All right. So we'll be back now with the second half in just a minute. Until then, here's a quick word from Drew's favorite, the Patreon troll. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
control, and I'm just working on my new regimen to be calmer and have more soothing thoughts, more meditation and yoga, and you've just interrupted my meditation session, and that makes me mad, so I will just calm down, yoga, yoga. I'm feeling better, but you know what would make me feel a lot better? If you paid the Patreon toll to cross the Patreon bridge to get to the Patreon show, which is on that patreon.com slash Diesel. Anywhere from $1 to $5 a month, if you access to all this in the Perspodiesel books, this is so just collect every week. And our last one on last Friday was an episode about some movie called Fight Club. Do you know what this movie's about? She's trying to hit bottom. Yeah, and he, he does the whole story about how Ty, quote unquote Tyler met Marla. Yeah, so then we get the flashback. A lot of flashbacks. In this. My, my, one of my favorite parts is when he just like when he's they're trying to get away from the cops. He just grabs her, puts her in the hallway, and just starts dancing. And just starts dancing. Just like yeah, he's, yeah, that great dance that he does. <laughs> like, and then she's like, oh, it's out there. And he's just like, this guy is fucked up, man. He's fucking got it, man. He doesn't say a word that whole <laughs> no. scene, actually, when he shows up and she's on the phone and she's like, you want to hear my death rattle? And she starts counting down and uh, and then he shows up during the countdown. Yeah. But then, like, when he knocks, it interrupts her countdown. I thought that was a really fun like, yeah. compression of time. Yep. And you got here quick. Ex- yeah, subverting the explanation. And then when he sees him, so the first time we watch this movie, he's like, did I call you? And then she just, like, accepts it. She's like, man, she's so fucked up. And then and he's obviously Brad Pitt, yeah. right? That, okay, she'll accept any uh, swinging dick that shows up at her door. Really what's happening is she sees the same guy showing up dressed like a goddamn maniac. Yeah, <laughs> the same guy that she was just... <laughs> just yeah. yeah, probably only seen him dressed as a, in a button-down. Yeah, regular dude. He's a fucking red... Leather jacket, uh, 70s, like Kramer, Cosmo Kramer shirt. Yep, the fu- fucking red glasses. Those amazing glasses. I uh, love those glasses. It looks insane. I'm pretty sure his tips were frosted. For sure they were frosted. That's Okay. <laughs> the most 90s things about this movie. Number one, frosted tips. Number two, the uh, yin-yang table. Yeah. Number three, the uh, star 69. There we go. We'll, we'll keep adding to this list as need be, but that's your list as it stands right now. Um, at least he's trying to hit bottom. It's like, what are we doing tonight? Well, we're gonna make soap. And how do you do that? You need fat. Oh, I don't know what they were talking about. What's the 1990s? I have no reference for time because I am eternal. I have been in existence since before the dawn of ages. And I will be here long after your children's children have been crushed under my feet. And I suck out their blood and I eat their essence. And that makes me strong because I'm the Patreon troll. But until then, please go to patreon.com slash and sign up to listen to the bonus episodes of the show.
Ice Cage, you guys, and I, how's it going? Welcome back to episode 349 of Cinema Crest So Hang on, choose a Cogburn Drew. Chris, I got Steve Edgy. Steve. Hey! Don't listen to each other speak about uh, stuff. Um, Drew's a Cogburn. Chris Crespo. Internets. At Antihara419. Facebook, Instagram. Follow at Drew's Cogburn on Twitter. It's not me! It's a good follow. Very good. Very active uh, Twitter account. Appreciate it. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. I'm, I'm not on I'm, Twitter. You're not on Twitter. I know. I'm retweeting it all the time. Uh, Steve, where can people find you online? Oh, uh, if you type in Steve Edgy in the Google bar, uh, all of my social uh, media comes up, except yeah. for my personal email. Which email, is? Steve.edgy at gmail.com. Yeah. Someone email him. Please show him some love. Yeah. Uh, he's about to move into a new home. Send him a welcome to your new home email. I did some email in back and forth with Ron, actually. Ron, yeah. Yeah. We love Ron. Ron is awesome. <laughs> Uh, we have an email from him that I'll be reading in a couple minutes, actually. He he sent it last week, but we're going to read it this week. And it's about the movie uh, It, which we reviewed last week with... Um, the second one? Yes, It Chapter 2. We reviewed it with uh, Pariah Mike and Lisa from the Fort Arawak, Arawak podcast. Arawak! It's, uh, you know... I, I, fart awake. I ref- fart awake. I, I, will, I, will, I refuse to make fun of any other podcast name... Because Cinema Crespity, so I've seen people it's try so to ridiculous. say that for years. And I, was like, I know, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Poor it's a, choice. It's a pretentious, terrible name. I should have just called it Welcome to the Crespo Dome or something like that. Or the Chris Crespo Radio Show, maybe. I don't know. Chris Crespo Radio, Radio Show. Show. See, it works so good. So I heard you guys were on the Off Cuts a few weeks ago. That was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, but that being said, I, I refuse to make fun of everyone's name or how hard to say. The Fort Arawak Podcast, Arawak See, I should be able to see this. But is it, that's the thing. I, I don't know. I always mess up whether it's Arawak or Wak. Because mm. uh, Puerto Ricans are, are, come from Arawak Indians, which is actually South America. And then what they, what happened was the Indians <laughs> went to the Caribbean, right? And and uh, they split up. There were some that were like, uh, we, we don't trust people. And then there's some like, we do trust people. And the ones that didn't trust people went and they and they landed, well, ended up being Cuba. And the ones that did trust people were very peaceful. The ones that ended up in Puerto Rico. Now, which of those two has been colonized and dominated by Spain and then the United States for centuries? That would be yeah. That would be the the pussies in Puerto Rico. When when you said they split <laughs> we, up, we done fucked up. <laughs> when, you, when you said they split up, I I totally pictured Shaggy and Scooby Doo going one way. <laughs> that's what happened. That's what happened. So it's all so the, the ones that are that were stronger and more violent. Your your Freds and your your Velmas and they they went and they became the Cubans. I don't know what those Indians are called, but in the Taino Indians, your your Scooby and your Shaggy. Yeah, the, they just went to Puerto. Rico and had a good time, and then a bunch of white people showed up like, "Hey, come come party, idiots!" <laughs> here, put on this necklace. Here's a nice necklace. What's this? A blanket? And here's some here's some bracelets. <laughs> Where those two? We got some, we got some great great so bracelets. Pretty. They're so pretty. We have some amazing amazing bracelets. Now get to work. God. Well, they brought no, they brought the workers. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> these are your new friends. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are going to be spending a lot of time together. You're going to be spending a lot of time together in some fields now. Um, War Against Puerto Ricans is a great book I recommend people read. Um, Steve.etchy at gmail.com. People email him. Let yes. him know. Listen to State of the Beer Union. Listen to Offcuts. Listen to Tidbits. Yes. So many things. So many things. So many things. How are those writing workshops going? Oh, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. I just did one uh, yesterday. So what is it? People show up with their laptops, mm-hmm. sit around quietly like a library for 30 minutes. And all you hear is. A lot of people actually write with pen and paper. It's weird. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we. That's bring, hard to, this laptop does not leave this room. I, and we yeah, bring a stack of legal pads and stuff just nah, in case somebody nice, didn't have, you know, nice. and a bunch of pens and everything. But yeah, we we do different things like um, like uh, last night we did a a thing with um, uh, where we would give everybody a um. A place in a situation. Okay. And you just have to write for thirty minutes. Okay. About the place and situation, whatever you come up with. Yeah. And you and you can read it out loud. You don't have to if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, if you're a writer, you can come just to for the atmosphere where like you want to write something you're already writing. And you just want to cool. be in a room full of writers. Yeah. You, you just don't get a buzz off of that energy. Yeah. There. You don't have to do our thing That's if you cool. want to just come and write. So what, do you remember last night? What was the place and what was it? What would you give up? Um, what I got? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. You don't but, remember? It was just last night. I know, but I, I do remember somebody got... Uh, you know, it must not have been that important, Chris. Somebody got um, a, a... The place was a... Bo- Wait, everyone gets something different? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yep. Somebody got a board... A, a billboard catwalk. Billboard catwalk, Was okay. the place. And it was a couple arguing. Was the situation. A couple arguing. Which that A couple one, arguing on a billboard catwalk. I can do this. You ready? Yes. You want my story? Go. Okay. I can do this. Okay. A billboard arguing on a... Go. Okay. Two people fighting on a billboard catwalk in the sky above us. Thank you very much. Why Why? why were you counting every... Because it was a haiku. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't. I thought you said I'm gonna go. For, I didn't hear the word. You, you missed that part. I, yeah, I didn't hear you him say haiku. I okay. thought he. I just heard him say like I'm gonna try this. Like I, I thought you were gonna do a short I just, story. I did. Well, you did. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so when you started counting on your fingers, I was like, "What are you? What? He's making sure it's short." I was making sure it was five seven five. Yeah. Which was a little difficult. I fucked up on the second line. I had to bleed it over into the next one. But that's yeah. fine. It is. It is difficult. Haikus are hard. It's all good. But I did it because I'm a genius. It's fine. That, 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 that sounds fun. What's the, the one, next one? Well, Do you have the next one uh, lined up or what? The, no. The next writing workshop. You know oh, yeah. Um, oh, crap. I mean, if you don't have it, I'll tell you. It's yeah, fine. It's yeah, it's not on, not on the top of people my head. Can, but people refer it online. We do it like that. three times a month in different places. One yeah. is the Abbey in Deland. One of them is um, Castle Church. Mm-hmm. And the Nook. And the Nook over in the Milk District. Yes. That's it, when That's when, when you're writing, you can uh, turn around and you can see everyone else right there. The place is so small. True Chicago. Have you been to the Nook? Nope. It's about Great half place. the size of the studio. <laughs> I know where it is, though. Great place. Oh, I've driven Great by place, a bunch. Yeah. 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 That's where we started. We did. Our, I think we were about to do our fourth one on that one. Exciting. And then, Very cool. And the other, other two are we did it for the first time. for. And they went well? Yeah. Yeah, they went really well. That's excellent. That's very cool. Uh, you know, next to the Nook is Iron Cow. Yes. Uh, have you been to Iron Cow? That's yet, a great Drew? place too. No, Iron but Cow is a good I place. know where it is. Uh, you know who was just there last week? Your face. My face. My face was there. My face. My back. My <laughs> pussy. And my crack. Uh, no, Drew Zakagmar. Adrian Young was there. Oh, nice. Yeah. He was there with um, the dude who, the Bahama, whatever the guy's name is. So we, I think he, they did the Black Dynamite shit together as well. Oh, okay. They working on all this stuff. And. Uh, I was like, oh, shit, I want to go. But then I was like, oh, of course it's a ticketed event. I ain't spending no money. <laughs> yeah, so what, like a whole, but like five people can fit in there? I know, the place is also so small, and then it's uh, like interested, like 300 people. I'm like, this place can be so packed. I can't even imagine. I'm too old for that kind of stuff. Right? Mm. Yeah, way too old for that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, that's good stuff. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, patreon.com slash crespediso. We just did our episode on Fight Club. We have one on Rebel in the Bronx, Robocop, Die Hard 2 bunch of other episodes go sign up listen please we need monies uh one of our patrons left come on find a button find a button find a button there you go 
It used to be on this side. I don't know what happened. Because I, <laughs> I added the button, I guess is what happened. Um, yeah, Patreon left, so now we're now we're one further away from the infamous Gapetober episode, which mm-hmm. will never happening. Apparently not. No, no, no one wants to hear about all the Gapetober fest secrets. We're just never <laughs> going to get to that point. Well, we get the twenty patrons. We're gonna do the pay, we're gonna do the Gapetober fest episode. All the secrets, but no one wants to hear them. No one gives a shit. So I care because it's not gonna happen. I want him to say all the secrets. This is not gonna happen. We haven't said all the secrets out loud. I got all the secrets. I got them all. <laughs> um, nothing better than a, when a podcaster complains about their feeling show. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me. Pretty much I, part of the course. <laughs> when I, when I've been, I've done that when I've been on other shows. I'm like, yes, like, all right, here you go. I sit down, and then they start the show, and then they start complaining about something, and then they introduce me. I'm like, I gotta follow that. Want <laughs> <laughs> to bring up the energy in your shitty room now? <laughs> Uh, patreon.com slash crusty so we're having a great time actually we got some great feedback Drew on the Fight Club episode we did so, oh good yeah, so, so the, the three people that wanted to listen to it listened to it and liked it at least one of them did okay so, good awesome so we got 33% uh, return approval rating approval return, rating return. Yeah. okay cool our ROA we're, we're looking great yep we're doing fantastic failing no that's, great. that's failing we're doing great, <laughs> we're doing great. Um, there's that, and then the Global Peace Film Fest starts this week. It's on Tuesday. I got my VIP pass, so I'm gonna try to hit up some things throughout the week, including the uh, opening night party at the NZ on Tuesday. If you wanna, if your local yokels wanna check out any showings, hit me up. Maybe we can uh, meet up at something. I can probably get you a free free ticket. You know, Chris, maybe <laughs> I can catch you guys. Come maybe, on, just hit me up. Maybe, maybe if we had some more well-to-do white people on the podcast, we could fail upwards. That's the thing. I mean, that's why I keep asking Steve to come back. But <laughs> it's, it's, uh, apparently, I'm not white enough. You're not white enough. He's pretty white. I'm pretty white. He's pretty white. Yeah. He's happily white. He's a Christian, too. That helps. Yeah. No, that gives, that gives us the God boost a little yeah. bit. I think God sees through that. He's like, you guys, uh, just because you have Steven here doesn't mean you guys. Are. Oh, no, no. Oh, I mean, if, yeah, no. I mean, if that's like a real thing, it's like then the I'm scene totally this is, It's like this is the end, right? When the rapture comes and he starts ascending into heaven, I'm going to grab onto his feet. And, and, then he, and then he just, yeah, he starts ascending into heaven until he gives everyone the middle finger on his way up and then God <laughs> drops him like a sack of shit. <laughs> can't be a sore He's winner. Like, Fuck you! God, God doesn't like sore winners. We learn in uh, This is the End. You ever see that one? What? The Seth Rogen movie, This is the End? Yeah. That's a, that's a fun... Did you like that one? That was a really fun movie. Dude, I, ha- I have it. I, yeah. I, I think one of the... I th- probably the funniest part, at least for me... It's got a great message. ...was when uh, uh, Danny McBride, mm-hmm. he's the leader... And he's got his gimp, mm-hmm. and he's like, <laughs> he's like, yes. he's like, it's Channing Tatum, and everyone's like, no, it's fucking not, and he's like doing the whole yeah, full on gimp yeah. act, yeah, and yeah. then like ten seconds later, he takes off the mask, and it's fucking Channing. And the Tatum. way he's yeah. like, oh hey guys, <laughs> no exactly, he's like, what's up, dude? And then he just gr- like grabs onto, his, like starts humping it again, and, like it's, what the. F- it's a fucked up movie. Fucked up so movie. So funny. Uh, Michael Sarah's all fucked up getting like his ass eating and a blowjob at the same time being yeah. like, smacking Rihanna and yep. then she punches him. Yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, every, fucking everybody's... What, uh, back, what's her face uh, from the Harry Potter movies? She's even in the movie. J.K. Rowling. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's her face? <laughs> the, the one from the Harry Potter movies. Okay. Emma Watson. crazy about That's the one. Yes. Yeah, shows up as Emma Watson. Yeah, she shows up as herself yeah. in the movie. Yes. It's fucking weird. It's a fun, weird movie. That's why Channing Tatum is the man, is because he'll do oh, yeah. shit like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and he's funny. He'll take the piss out of himself. Yeah. 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 And, and he's, he has the... It's annoying when these guys are good looking and they're funny. It's like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Okay, come on. That's not good enough. Uh, it's like when you find out Colin Farrell has a big dick. You're like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Or Michael Fassbender. Like, come on, man! <laughs> You're already a good-looking movie star, and you got a hog? That's not fair. <laughs> well, that's why he has a good-looking movie star <coughs> wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Tomb Raider's all about that fast member. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, don't fuck with that. 
Um, so Global Peace Film Festival, guys. Hit me up with that. <laughs> if you're interested. Uh, let's read some emails, Drew. Oh, I got a, I got an email theme. All right, that's it. <laughs> that was awful. I don't have a theme. No. Perfect. That's a, that's a lie. That was a lie, guys. No, I got an email from Ron, apparently from last week. Yeah, Ron, what's up, baby? Because it, it's a, it's about the movie It. So I was like, let's give it a week to stew, let people see It, and then we'll read his email. So go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's an uproar on Twitter about the opening of the It film, about the bashing of gays and mm. how it does not help the film at all. Mm. Uh, now, even though it's based off a real event and it is in the book, others say it does nothing for the film and mm. the bashes get away with it. But I feel that it is first the inciting incident of the movie yep. and 27 years later, as well as showing the ugliness of the town, which is in itself a character. Yes. Also, there are lynching and racial horrid action like in Rosewood that happens uh, that black America is accustomed to. Mm-hmm. So I do not like it, but I understand the trauma in art is needed to create art. Yeah. Uh, it basically comes down to that I hate cancel culture. Mm-hmm. I fear it evaporates the individuality of a person. Mm-hmm. To have the discourse of action to another's actions and still maintain respect is gone. Uh, a, lot, a lot of that what we're talking about, the like cancel culture type mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. It- the revelation of queerness in this movie was pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. I foresaw the pairing in reverse when my 15-year-old self read the book. The recipient of affection in the movie was the I felt coded gay, but many on Tumblr as cited evidence that gave this new aspect of the character validity. Hmm. I am glad I came with this movie of the book I love with a new outlook, but yeah, it was too long. Also, I got new undies. Check out my Insta. What kind do y'all wear? <laughs> oh, man. Check out Ron's Insta. What's Ron's? Let me, let me look up. Let's give out his Instagram so people can check out his undies. Uh, I have my phone in my hand so I can easily go do that. Noriko455. That's got to be some sort of anime reference. Probably. N-U-R-I-K-O-455. Let's look up these undie pics, guys. Let's see. Check it out, Chris. Let's see. I'm scrolling. Scrolling is very active. Uh, grammar scrolling. Ron, where are the undie pics, bro? I'm trying to get my trying to get my chub on over here. <laughs> Must be. I can't. Oh, this is straight up shirtless. You got your titties hanging out, buddy. Looking good. Look yeah. Guy. Look at this handsome dude. Uh, remember when we had Ron in here for uh, mm-hmm. hanging out in the corner? We got yeah. to get Ron back in studio. Uh, what kind of undies? Oh, here we go. Here is his undies. I thought he'd be mauling down these. He just put them on the bed. Oh, I'm not, now I'm disappointed. He's not wearing them. Aww. Some little briefs. Just a bunch of briefs. Yeah, um, I like the underwear. short. I like the short shorts. That's a game controller. You think those are shorts? That's a game controller. No, 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 no. The pink. Yeah, see? You thought those were shorts? That's a no, game no. controller. The pink. <laughs> the pink and gray. <laughs> Oh, the yeah. pink and gray. Oh, I see. Those are shorts. Those are down there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a game controller. <laughs> there's, a, there's a game controller in the picture, and it's the same Although, shape as the shorts. <laughs> you know what? That that could work. Somebody should make underwear with games because that would sell a lot. It, it has to exist. Everything exists on the internet. It must. Right? And if it doesn't, then it does damn. now. <laughs> I, I, I like how these underwears have little hot dogs on them. It's like, yeah. There's little it. hot dogs yeah. on them? That's yeah, awesome. Little hot dogs on them. The one that Oh, yeah. I just I got so excited about the pink and gray shorts that yeah, I didn't see anything else. Because, you know, Ron going to slip that wiener in that bun. Yeah, Ron. Yeah, Ron. <laughs> we also got an email from Gabe. Wait, no, we have that answer's question, though, about our oh. underwears. Our boxers. 
You still wear boxers? <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of sad to say I still wear boxers too. I feel like boxers are very 2005. I mean, I've tried boxer briefs. I don't like. I, I last don't time like I, it. last time I tried them, I didn't like them. But it's been like a it. while. You still don't like them? I still don't like it. I, I don't. I, I, I feel I, like you're a briefs guy. I wear both. Boxers oh. and briefs, depending on your. Oh no, not briefs. Both, no, both uh, at the same time. Boxers. And, <laughs> <laughs> I wear boxers and briefs. Like whoa, this guy. You gotta let it breathe, baby. Come on, man. Boxers and boxer briefs. Okay. Yeah. Either or. Boxers I don't wear box. I don't wear briefs though. Briefs. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's an old guy thing to do. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I tried. Uh, I tried the whole boxer brief thing when it started becoming popular. Yeah. I just don't know. I like boxers no, are passe now. Uh, it's like what are we? The 1950s uh, army reserve guys. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't. I, when I wear the briefs, they're not the boxer briefs. Are uncomfortable. No, very uncomfortable. But then I know Ron. He's all oh, these are briefs. Like like uh, maybe I should be trying. Maybe I should go briefs. Nah, I don't know. You know what? SBK used to tell me all the time. You want to know the truth? Wear white underwear. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's, it's uh-huh. true. Uh, thanks, Ron. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, what's our next email? Oh, I got an email from Gabe. What's up, Gabe? Uh, it's got a John Wick 3 Parabellum review. Nice. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I thought, how can they keep up the quality? It's got to fall off. But it doesn't. Amazing, memorable, long action scenes. Yeah. Dogs biting dicks. Yeah. And overall, a very satisfying movie. See it now if you haven't. Watch it again if you did. Very cool. Yeah, it's now available for, like, rental on stream oh, and yeah, stuff. Dude, the fucking... Those dogs tore some shit up in that movie. Two summer movies with, uh, just with, like, with dogs eating dicks. Fucking like jumping off people onto people and yeah. up walls and yeah. then oh dude. And Halle Berry <laughs> like commanded them in the scene. So they you saw John Wick three right? You get I have not yet. Well, it's available for rent now. Definitely. Oh, I'm gonna buy it. Highly I recommend know, since, it. Since, since you're into it, you gotta you gotta check it out. Yeah. Um, you will love it. The first forty five minutes are fucking perfect. Yeah. That's why he's saying like, could it sustain this? Yeah. The first forty five minutes are perfect. It's just, it, it picks up right where it left off, it, and it just keeps fucking going. It, it ramps up, and we're <laughs> like, there's no way they can keep this up. And honestly, I don't think they do. The, the second half, slow, it has to slow down. It has to. It, this isn't a crank movie. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, but it's yeah. Uh, that's the definition of keeping it up through the whole. Thing. Yeah, it's like we're just like, dude, you need modulation. You have to relax at some point so the rest of it makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, you get fatigue. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, and then I crank two. Don't give a story on crank two. The uh, <laughs> the uh, first forty five minutes are amazing, but it's a amazing, beautiful, cool movie. Uh, it builds up to mythology. Man, you were gonna you're gonna love it. Steve. I can't wait. And with the Tarantino movie, two movies this summer would. Dogs chomping on dicks. Yeah. Just like, very, very violently. So to do this movie, they have two dogs that are attacking. Halle Berry, like, trained with the dogs. And uh, she, for months, like, trained with the dogs. And then they heard about that. And now she trained so hard for it. She trained with them. And then they had to train the dogs to not react to the the guns going off. They had to do a lot of training with that. So it took months and months and months. And then it pays off in a scene, though. Where they're just running around, like, biting people and shit. She's commanding them, and they're listening to her and stuff. And they're, like, clearly listening to her. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely not listening to some jerk-off off-camera. The second she says, go, they yeah. fucking, like, they heard her, and they're going. Yeah, when she commands them, they stop and look at her. It, it's, they're not, <laughs> yeah. like, looking off, off to the side. Nope, nothing. <laughs> so, to this day, like, you can't fake that with the dog the no. dog is still only gonna look at the thing it's looking at yeah and oh it's uh but they so they did it they found their way around that um cool Gabe glad you liked it buddy that's it for emails yep alright before we get into some uh what, what were we at yeah we got about some 15 minutes or so before we get Steve into our uh movie news we do have a game speaking of Gabe Gabe 
sent us this game last week. And it's a game that's going to take weeks to play. Okay. All right. And we're going to do it with our guests. But since we don't have a guest and you're hanging out with us and you weren't here last week, we'll have you. I'll play the guest. Play the role of the guest. So here is the intro. Hi, I'm Jeff Goldblum. Like that. My job is to be devoted to love and to devotion itself. No, of course I don't die. I prevail, and the and the the, the, the great animals are let out in San Diego. Uh, it's the Jeff Goldblum. Six degrees of Jeff Goldblum. Steve, okay, is what we're doing. And uh, Gabe started the game. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, right. Uh, you're trying to connect. Uh, this actor was in this movie with this actor was in this movie with this actor with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. But we're doing that with Jeff Goldblum. Okay. So we're trying to get closer to Jeff Goldblum. And we started, Gabe started us with Jackie Chan. All right. Correct. Mike and Lisa chose the movie Rush Hour. Okay. So you have to choose an actor. In the movie Rush Hour. In the movie Rush Hour. That to, tr- are, to try to get us closer to, get Jeff, Goldblum. to Jeff Goldblum. And our next guest next week, who will be uh, Sam and Trav. From mm. semantics, will then have to uh, get us closer. So, right. The only actor that I know of uh, in the Rush Hour, other than Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. would be. Uh, oh crap! What's his name? Damn it! Come on, you can do it, Chris Tucker. <laughs> okay, so then we're gonna go Chris Tucker. Why not, man? He's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, I almost met him once, and I like hated myself for not being able to. To Paul's name in, in the yeah. moment? Really? Like, well, no, did, did I ever tell you about how I met him? No. Holy shit. I worked at the uh, the Apple store at Millennia. Okay. And uh, a woman came in and she, now this is 2005, but um, this woman came in and, you know, she had a pretty large order, you know, whatever, and, yep. she, and she paid with a check. Okay. Which, of course, you know, you got to write shit all over it, right. all over the check, you know? So I'm writing out everything and I hear like, man, you know, daddy, you know, and I'm like, and I kind of laugh to myself because I'm like, that sounds exactly like Chris Tucker. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then I finish up the check and do whatever and, you know, you have a nice day kind of deal or whatever. And they're like, dude, you see that? And I'm like, what? And they're like, I just helped helped out Chris Tucker. I'm like, what? And I look over and I just see him walking out oh, the store. Oh, you heard his voice and you see him leave? Yeah. Oh, and I totally, that, but I mean, I was like, I thought it was a good Chris Tucker impersonation. So I was about to say, he's got that voice. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Fifth yeah. Element, right? Yeah. Uh, what's the name of that character in that movie? Oh, that, that, that DJ? Man. I don't know. I just like it when he starts out yeah, uh, sentences with me. And then just it right into it. I love it. That, that is hysterical. And I heard, really man, I heard that. Was the, yeah, man. That's why I thought it was an impression. Because it's so... Because like, it's him. Yeah. It's so on the nose. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> I was very disappointed. That's really funny. I saw Chris Tucker um, at uh, a Magic game, an Orlando Magic game. This was, man. Does like, he live here? Maybe he could. He could have a house here. Who knows? Or maybe people. at the time. I don't maybe, know. Maybe at the time. This was, I'm talking. This was like a decade ago, if not more. Well, I know he had tax problems, so he probably doesn't have a place here anymore. At least not in Isleworth. Maybe you know, back to Lake Mary or something. Um, he uh, was like sitting in one of the very. He was like in the front row. Wow. And I was like in the bottom section, like maybe 20 rows behind the basket. Uh-huh. So I was pretty close. And uh, he was like there in the front row, but on my side right by me. And they were doing a thing between, like during a timeout, where they were shooting um, T-shirts into the crowd, the T-shirt can. Yeah. And one dude saw Chris Tucker dressed all in white. 
like a white suit. Of course. And uh, <laughs> and he was like, oh shit! And he gave him the t-shirt. Came. He's like, come on out and shoot some t-shirts. So we got Chris Tucker. It's like staying out on the court, and he like mugged a little bit. It was like yeah, like made some faces and like shot a, a t-shirt into the crowd, and then went back to a seat. That's awesome. And I was like, oh shit! We got a Chris Tucker standing here at the Orlando Magic game. Uh, that's the closest I've been to stardom. <laughs> How about you, Drew? What's the closest you've been to stardom? Or Chris Tucker, either or. <laughs> What's your Chris Tucker story? Steve and I have one. Yeah, I don't know how I get Chris Tucker story. I don't, have, I don't think I really have any celebrity stories. Come on, nothing. I met Stephen Baldwin at, a, I think I, I said this story in the podcast before, I met him at a Doc Martens outlet in upstate New York. And when I say upstate New York, I mean it's like literally 30 minutes outside of New York City. You know? um, yeah, it's just an outlet center, and uh, it was a Doc Martens store, and it was, Steve, it was Stephen Baldwin. Shook his hand said hello. Wow. That was pretty much... For about like a month and a half, I hung out with Boz Rutten on set of a movie. Who? Boz Rutten. Who's that, who's Boz Rutten? Uh, Boz Rutten. Did you ever see that crazy guy on the uh, on on YouTube that he would uh, like? He made a video about how to win a bar fight. No. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Okay. Um, he's actually a really funny guy, but he's also a commentator. He was a he was a champion a few times um, okay. for uh, MMA. Like when he was champion, though, like he's retired, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it it was not nearly as popular as it is now. Mm-hmm. But um, but I actually saw this thing on on YouTube where he like went to go kick because um, I didn't know who he was when I met him on set. He was in the movie. Okay, you know, I just knew his name. I was like, hey, what's up, dude? Boz. Who knew his name was Boz? Boz Rutten. But he knew he wasn't Brian Bosworth. No. Okay. That's an important distinction. Yeah, Make sure oh, I'm definitely. Making, I'm making a movie with the guy from Stone Cold. Yeah, so I had no idea who he was, but I mean, we just like would mess around and laugh and stuff on on set or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I looked him up on YouTube, and there was this thing where like he went to go kick, and um, the guy like blocked it with his shin, you know. Yeah, and he didn't quite uh, make contact the way he wanted to. Yeah, his big toe was the only thing that made uh, like contact. contact. Yeah. Broke the dude's shin. Ah, with his toe. With, with his, his toe, toe kick. With his toe. Jesus. And uh, and I remember going on to set the next day, and uh, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" <laughs> and and he stopped for a second. He goes, "Did you look me up on YouTube?" <laughs> like, yeah. Because he could sense your fear. <laughs> this man fears me now. <laughs> did you look me up? I was like, "Yeah, I totally did." <laughs> Boz Boz Rutten. Boz Rutten is is B A S, and then his last name. R-U-T-T-E-N. R-U-T-T-E-N. Boz Rutten. Uh, As you can imagine, he has an accent. <laughs> Did you look me up? Uh, German? Boz? What, I'm what horrible with accents. I don't. Is, is Boz German like Boz Lerman? Uh, it sounds... <laughs> right? I, I, think, I, I think it's German, yeah. Yeah. You're not good with accents? Man, I'm great with accents. Give me give me a nationality or give me an accent. Drew, go. <laughs> Romania. Oh, it's me from Romania. How you doing? <laughs> My name is Chris. I'm a Romanian. Oh, mighty. Put another shrimp on the barbie. Uh, I was about to say, you went from, like, Cockney English <laughs> slang to uh, some sort of Australian bullshit? That's, that's, that's Romanian, Drew. That's what yeah. Romanian, that's what that Romanian is, is. Okay. I mean, do you have any Romanian friends? That no, is not Australian. That is that is the Outback see, see, Steakhouse. See, give me a nationality. I'll give you an amazing uh, impression. Go. Swahili. Swahili, okay, you ready? Oh, it's me, I'm from Swahili, <laughs> nice to meet you, I'm a Swahili guy. Put another shrimp on the barbie, baby, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. I know, I'm good. <laughs> so awful at this. I'm, I'm good. Um, let's get into some movie news, guys. <laughs> movie Pass has officially shut down. Oh, Finally. <laughs> How long did it take? Dude, what a protracted death. 
It should have been dead a year ago. At least. At least a year ago. Earlier this summer, they, quote, temporarily, end quote, shut down. Because they were like, we got to retool some stuff. We'll be back at the end of the summer, et cetera, et cetera. And the summer has come. CEO Mitch Lowe is like, we dead. <laughs> we dead, bro. My bad. Man, so... Ha- oh, all those poor assholes lost so much money. They all lost all their monies. Everyone who invested in it lost millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um, people who are, for some reason, still subscribers, um, their service has been shut down as of the 14th. Okay. They will be refunded anything that they prepaid for. You don't have to ask for a refund. They're just going to give it out because they've also been sued to hell for malpractice and shit. That, that shit's probably still going on. Uh, man, movie pass. Rest easy. You were a glorious mess for, <laughs> yeah, it for, was. for a couple the, years. For the whole time. Did you, you never sign up at all, right? No. I was a MoviePass subscriber for April, May, June, July for four and a half months. That was earlier on, though, when it was good, right? It was last summer. Yeah. It was last summer, and I, I got in a little late. If I got in a few months earlier, I could have squeezed them for more movies. I got in a little late. I got in in April, May... The very next month is when shit started getting wonky. When they were like mm. restricting viewings. Yeah. That's when they started saying you can only watch a movie once. You can't re-see a movie with our pass. That's right before uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War came out. Yeah. Right. Ah. They were scared about that. By the end of the summer, Mission Impossible Fallout wasn't available. Opening weekend. It was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I'm paying for movie pass, but I still have to pay for a movie uh, Mission Impossible ticket. Mm-hmm. The month of August came. The entire month came and went. I didn't use my pass once because I, I literally could not. Like, the movies that were available and the show times that they were available at was not matching my schedule. At all. At all. Whatsoever. Like, the, the, I could I could literally could not use it. So I was like, I, got, I have to unsubscribe because now I can't even use this fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, no surprise now that they're a year later officially dead. Well, I can't, I can't believe the way they originally did it with, you know, before they put on any restrictions. Why they thought that was a good idea? They don't because they yeah they don't have the infrastructure for it. What they thought was okay. I'll tell you what they thought was mm. gonna happen. I thought it was too good a deal. Sorry. <laughs> the um they thought that they would have so many people would sign up that they would have such tremendous clout um, that with, they could push around that the they could push around the movie theaters, the exhibitors because then they were telling Regal, they were telling AMC, we want. Uh, an official deal with you guys. We want um, X percentage of your concessions. We want X percentage of the movie tickets. You know, we're yeah. we're bringing you people. We're bringing people back to movie theaters. So we want the money. We want part of the money that we're bringing to you. And the movie theaters are like, uh, fuck you. Yeah, straight up, fuck you. As they should. They don't. They're they they have a horrible model. Like they're already losing. Like most of the money already goes to the studios. Yes, exactly. They are already fucked. They can't be squeezed for more profit. That's why concessions are so expensive. Hundred percent. That's why you're paying ten dollars for a bucket of popcorn that costs seventy five cents for them to make because fifty percent of that ticket money is going back to the studios minimum. Mm-hmm. The uh, so Movie Pass got fucked. The first nail in their coffin was an AMC did. Uh, they already have their rewards program mm. when they turn that into Stubbs Plus. You pay X amount of dollars, mm. unlimited service at an AMC theater. Now you don't even need Movie Pass to do that shit at AMC. Regal just started doing that shit this summer, mm, a month ago. It's so fantastic. It's amazing. <laughs> Regal Unlimited, we're doing it now, and it's all the shit Movie Pass couldn't do. It's. Um, multiple viewings of same movies. I can get my movies ahead of time on an app. I can pick my ticket. It's, oh, God. 
Steve, it's the best. That's awesome. That's great. It's the best. So, uh, movie pass, rest in peace. You paved the way for the better companies to come forward and do what you try to do, but much, much better. Yeah, they were like uh, they were like MySpace. They are like MySpace. You need the sacrificial lamb. You need someone to come and do it first. Wrong to show how everybody. This is how you don't do it, and then everyone else does it right. Yeah. So that's what we get there. Um, all right, here we go. Apple TV Plus. Uh-huh. All right, their streaming service. They announced their price point. Mm-hmm. How much do you think it will be to uh, per month to subscribe to the Apple streaming service? Drew, go. Apple streaming service? Mm-hmm. Mm, $12.99. Okay, Steve. Oh, man, I was going to say that. Um, Ooh, you want to go You want to go $1? A price <laughs> I was going to say, if I go over, does he win? Aha! <laughs> And you will win this uh, bag of nothing. Uh, yeah, I'll go ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. Four ninety nine. What? So they're trying to undercut yes, everybody. They are. They are pizza under undercutter pizza. What was that Tom Green skit? Undercutters. <laughs> Undercutters. What? Maybe his best bit. And that was, that was like first episode. Um, yeah, four ninety nine. They're really undercutting wow. people. And if you buy like an Apple TV or certain Apple products, like an iPod or whatever, they'll throw in a, a year of the service for free. Whoa! Yeah, so that, the Apple's throwing around some big dicks here with the uh, really, f- and they're, they're they are throwing literally billions of dollars into it. Deals with uh, Spielberg, Oprah Winfrey. I mean, like just the the biggest fucking names possible, and they've struck deals with all these people. Uh, Four ninety nine. I mean, but is it man, also is it, is it just like content that they've made? Or is it also like Netflix where there's... Licensed content as well. For okay. example, I think I for sure put this in the Facebook group. I don't think I mentioned this on the show. Uh, Midsomar. Maybe I did mention this last week when we were talking to, yeah. to Mike and Lisa. Because last week, Steve, uh, since they do the horror movie podcast for Arawak, uh-huh. we, we went horror movie uh, crazy mm-hmm. last week's episode. It was a lot of fun. People check it out. Um, we uh, talk about how Midsummer, which is already two and a half hours long, has a three-hour cut, a director's cut. Mm-hmm. The three-hour cut will be a digital exclusive on Apple TV+. Plus. So the only way to see it will be to subscribe to their service. Wow. Which is crazy. Uh, it, it won't even be available as like a Blu-ray, which makes me mad. Because <laughs> I'm like, I got a fucking Blu-ray player, man. I'm going to on Blu-ray. Uh, but if I want to see the director's cut, now I have to be an Apple TV Plus subscriber. No. Which is like kind of annoying. Kind of, but at the same time, if you think about it, like if you just do it for like one month or something, then... That's the thing. It's five bucks. You can watch the movie, mm-hmm. that, which a, is like a rental. That's a thing, Steve. Yeah. It's a new plan. It's a new model. I'm going to have a... By the end of this year, I'll have an account for everything. Yeah. Whether that account is active or not is another question. I'll, yeah. um, this month, I'm going to turn on Netflix and, and turn off Apple. This month, I'm going to turn off Netflix, turn on Apple. You know, uh, what's the other one? The uh, uh, Disney. Disney Plus is coming. Disney Plus. Yeah, well, D plus you have to pay for a year in advance, so there's no turning that on or off. You're, you're stuck with Disney Plus. Yes, you don't like that. But okay, dude, I gotta have it. How else am I gonna watch The Mandalorian? Dude, I gotta see the Mandalorian. Werner Herzog's the fucking bad guy. I gotta see The Mandalorian. <laughs> so Apple TV Plus, um, great price point. Great price point. Uh, speaking of Disney Plus, their Muppets series has been scrapped. Disney has been fucking up the Muppets for years. They have. No. And uh, all the things they've been doing right, they've been doing the Muppets wrong. And they had a Muppet series that's been scrapped. So don't expect that to happen at Disney+. Plus. Warner Media, they're doing their own streaming service. The Warner Brothers. Of course. Okay? We've reported on this before. They 
sign their first legit big name for an exclusive content creation deal. $500 million deal being signed with <laughs> Bad Robots and J.J. Abrams. So all you J.J. Abrams fans, you have to go to Warner Media for your J.J. Abrams stuff. Interesting that it's not with Disney. Interesting that I... Considering he's been in bed with them. But, you know, here's the thing. So, J.J.'s been in bed with, with Disney for... I know you don't care. Uh, he's been in bed with Disney for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Right. Been going great for them. Uh, they gave him episode nine. Uh, but he's also been doing the Jurassic World shit, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for Universal. And uh, he's got he's got deals with everyone. Now he's over at Warner. $500 million. God damn it, stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you, like J.J. Abrams. You ever watch Alias? I never watch that show. You ever watch that show? No. No? Um, I'm, a, I'm aware of it, but... I think he announced that he's do, he's going to be doing a show with Jennifer Garner that's going to be on this Warner Media uh, thing here. So that's re-teaming them yeah. uh, together. Mm. Yeah, because that was his, his baby. Um, oh, this made uh, big news this week. Yeah, let's wrap this thing up here. We'll, we'll bring up the story. Um, the Oh, I also want to bring this up, too. There's a big trouble little China Blu-ray. I saw that. Yes. Limited edition. <laughs> There's like two thousand copies with um, Whoa. a seven-inch um, vinyl pressing of the soundtrack. Whoa! Yes, yeah. yes, I want that. <laughs> I, I cough up that money, Chris. <laughs> I think I'm willing to. Almost eighty bucks. I think I'm willing to. Um, the Suicide Squad. James Gunn's uh, foray into DC movies. Then mm. he announced the cast officially. Gigantic. So cast. many people are gonna die. So many people. Well. His tweet said, uh, what was his tweet? Don't get too attached. Well, I mean... Hashtag the Suicide Squad. Th- that's, so that meaning people are going to die. That, that's kind yeah. of the point of the comic book. Right. It's, we have a bunch of bad guys that we don't care if they live or die, so we're going to just keep throwing them at stuff, and if they don't come back, oh fucking well. <laughs> oh fucking well. Now, going over this list of names, the only names to come back... Jai Courtney yep. as Boomerang, who himself is a Tom Hardy replacement. Yep. Um, Joel Kinnaman as uh, Randall Flag, boring white yep. human, not even a mutant nope. or a bad guy. He's just nope. a guy. Yep, just dude, dude, just a guy. Hmm. Bring him back, motherfuckers. So we, so we bring back the two boring white guys. And um, Margot Robbie, obviously, because if you want to make money, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and Viola Davis yep. as uh, Walker, the one who just runs the whole thing, the whole shebang anyway. What I'm, about What's-His-Face's Joker? No. No. Hell no. No, Leto was not coming back. And then he was supposed to have a standalone Joker movie, him and Harley Quinn. Yeah. But there's been, no de- there's been no development on that. Meanwhile, he's been working on... Uh, he is currently in production, maybe even rap shooting by now, on Morbius, the living vampire for Sony. No. So Sony is doing... They did their Venom movie. Huge hit. Venom 2 will be even bigger. I, I'm t- I know, calling I know, it now. I know. Venom 2 is going to be gigantic. Morbius may be a hit. And if it is, Sony has Spider-Man. They got already nice. They can do it. They're going to do a Spider-Man versus Morbius and Venom movie. They're they're on their way. Um, okay, people, new people. This name, David Dastmachian. I don't know how to say his name. Okay. If you look up this guy's face, you'll be like, oh, this guy. He's got a such a distinct look. David Dastmachian, the Dark Knight. Uh, the Dark Knight. He was in the one with the Joker. He was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Who was he in Black Knight? Oh, him. Yes, this show, guy. Show, show Steve. You've you you've seen him. That's exactly who I thought you were talking about. Even though I've never heard his name. Is that funny? Yeah, he oh. was he was the schizophrenic that. Uh, yes, the schizophrenic who was. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 yes thank you. Thank yeah, you. that two face almost killed. 
Correct, and then Batman try, trying to inter, uh, interrogate him or whatever. Um, yes, yes. Uh, he's got such a distinct look, this guy. He does. Uh, he is going to be uh, in this movie. John Cena, who is really expanding his movie career now. He's also, not only is he going to be in the Suicide Squad, but he's also going to be in the new Fast and Furious movie. If if you know, by- Apparently, uh, David Dasmalkin's in uh, Doom. Yes, yes, 100%. Because of Denis Villanueva. Yeah, yeah, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Of course he brings... Uh, his uh, t- Blade Runner cast into Dune as well, and of course, he'll play an alien. Of course, he looks so weird. I'm sorry, you're gonna say. Oh, that's right. Um, doesn't he look like he'd be cast perfectly? Um, just I, I don't know what it is about him, and I'm not saying anything about his character or anything, mm-hmm. but uh, as a white supremacist. Oh yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's got that combing, comb over it, hair kind of deal, and, and the angular features, and, and the fe- sunken yeah. in eyes. Yes, the, like he looks unhealthy. He, yeah. He looks like could, a shut-in white supremacist. I, I could buy. I'd buy that. I'd buy it. I'd buy that for yeah. a dollar. Um, do you know the name Flula Borg? No, he's a comedian. Flula Borg. Ger- no, I mean, his Ger- name German, is funny. It's a funny name. German comedian. What's his name? Flula Borg. I've only heard oh, him on podcasts. Wait, it's this guy that's like he talks about being German. Oh, yes, he's very German. He's I've he's, seen this guy. He was. Uh, I love that guy. I saw him on Conan. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. He most most recently I just saw him on Conan, but he was in. Uh, he was in one of the Pitch Perfect movies. Was he in the Pitch Perfect? I haven't seen he, the Pitch he, Perfect movies. He, he was in one of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah Flula Borg. I've only heard him on the... He pops up a decent amount on the comedy Bang Bang. Oh, podcast. apparently oh, okay. Pitch Perfect 2 he was in. And he sounds like a, a German caricature. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty like, sure he is. He is like... like that, oh, he is. That's his thing. Maybe he plays it up. He's an yeah. actual German. He's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he is so over the top. Yeah. Like, yeah, when he talks about... Uh, so, like, apparently, he's a German YouTube personality. There you go. He's so. a YouTuber. Oh, he's hilarious. Well, a YouTuber made it onto the Suicide Squad, uh, along with Nathan, Nathan Fillion, uh, Joss Whedon, dude, you know, Firefly and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Sean Gunn makes sense. James um, Gunn's brother. He's in everything that James Gunn does. Uh, Pete Davidson, who uh, obviously plays, he's going to play what, a junkie or something? More than likely. Um, Steve Agee, who was in, uh, he had a small role in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume mm-hmm. 2. So uh, nice. obviously him and James Gunn have a relationship, so he brought him into Suicide Squad, which is very funny. Uh, Taika Watiti. I'm I'm really looking forward to see what the fuck he's whatever gonna the fuck do. he's gonna do he's gonna die at some point of course uh, Idris Elba which is pretty awesome and uh, Michael Rooker is uh, great as well so he's got a great cast he's got a, got a good cast looking forward to this movie um, and then finally they're wrapping it up they're making a Facebook remake Drew are you in or out what a Facebook no did I say Facebook yes my bad. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> My bad. The, why? They're, they're, remake, what? they're remaking Face Off. Face Off. Uh, but what are they, who, who are the two faces? They just said that they're rebooting it. They have not said the faces. Obviously, Steve, you hit right on it. That is the most important yeah. part. Whose faces are we swapping? Yeah. Uh, people, for some reason, are like all up in arms about the idea of this movie being remade. I'm like, this is the perfect movie to remake. Yeah. All right? It Fa- really is. Face Off is wild as fuck. We got an amazing John Woo movie with Nick Cage and John Travolta doing impressions of each, each other. other. Come on. <laughs> Give me a crazy director and two fun actors having two impressions of each other. Just- Channing Tatum, Jason Momoa. I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> 
there has to be like some sort but of. But the face doesn't match the, <laughs> the skin tone of the rest of the body. Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Nick Cage and Travolta did not have similar body shapes. They no, did, they, no. Did, they did not explain the liposuction Any or that. how they made one bigger yeah, or smaller. Yeah, no. Um, take his face. Get, oh. get twins. Actual twins, yeah, that's smart. Uh, the, the, the no, but I mean that yeah. look exactly the, like each other. Yeah, so so they, they swap, no it does tell. nothing. Like, yeah, like the, the Lucas brothers, yeah. right? We we'll get them to yeah, yeah face and, off. And, That'd be hilarious. There we go. And then they're just in every scene together in yeah. game. But and it's like, what's going on? The Scar brothers. Who's doing comedy? Scar brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so then one, they just like take the glasses, eyeglasses to the guy who did the LASIK gives the eyeglasses to the other guy. Like, yeah. So, no, we no we swapped faces. <laughs> Um, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. People are freaking out for some reason. I'm like, it's remake it. It's gonna be it's fun. Fine. People, it's gonna be fun. People are stupid. People why? Are, thank you, Steve. People are stupid. Well, <laughs> why do you ever? I mean, like when when any like sometimes they'll be like, oh yeah, we're remaking this, and you're like, well, that's dumb, but go ahead. But the 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 you ruined my childhood. People though, like, yeah. don't go see the fucking movie. Relax. Ruined my no, childhood. And here's no, they the thing: did. your childhood sucked anyway. It, it's it's not like. By making this movie, it erases the other one and like makes it null and void. I can't, you know, I can't. It doesn't. No, it no longer exists. This movie doesn't exist anymore. My my childhood, not my Spider Man. I don't know. If they destroy, like, if something, if a movie can destroy your childhood, your childhood um, is far too fragile, and you should you you, you should childhood. You should just shatter it yourself. Get it over with. And it doesn't matter. (laughs) When it comes, when it really comes down to it. The nostalgia factor, that whole you remembering the past, your memories are 50% false anyway. Yes. Yeah. So well, you're not even remembering what actually happened. So yes. how do you know if it ruined your childhood or not? Yeah. You remember the updated Ninja Turtles with Michael Bay? Yeah. Like from space and stuff? Yes. And I was like, you know what, though? Who gives a shit? Not mine. Hashtag not my Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I grew up watching Ninja Turtles and I just didn't see the movie. You can just not see the movie. Yeah. You can just not see. The movie. You can not see the movie, You're not or you can it. not see the movie. You know what I'm saying? It's all about not seeing the movie, bro. You know what I'm saying? You can not see the movie, <laughs> or you can not see the movie. Uh-huh. You have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that is our collective final thoughts. Sure. I like it. For this episode mm-hmm. of Cinema Press Buddy, so shut that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, we're at an hour 40, so we gave these people more than they deserve. Thank you, Drew. You're welcome, Chris. Thank you, Steve. Absolutely. And you listeners are welcome for this week's free episode of Cinema Crest. We used to sign up for our Patreon, where we are actually thankful for our listeners. And uh, that's it. We're done with this week's show. We'll be back with 350 next week, episode 350 with Sam and Trav from Semantics. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be doing shots. Well, Drew's probably not going to do any shots with us now. I'll make, I'll make these guys do a shot with me because that's what they shots. do on their show on their show they do shots and then uh, they try to record it's a lot of fun so we're gonna do shots you guys have fun with that we're gonna have fun with that you're gonna be the sober one then well I mean depends on what you mean by sober but ah, yeah second I'm, place ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sober second is the first sobriety winner no drunk winner what's going on is this episode over? <laughs> God, I hope so.
A PFT Media Production.